I'm gonna tell you what it is, okay? It's a dumbass white movie about some dumbass white girls getting their white asses cut the fuck up, okay? Yeah, I suppose Sandra Bullock is Miss Ethnicity, right? Well, no, all I'm saying is that the horror genre is historical for excluding African American elements. Well, look how you get your PhD in black cinema, sister soldier. I'm Sharday Sellers, your host and co-creator. Chris Courtney can't be with us this month because she's celebrating the news about charcuterie. You guys, it's going to start filming next year, so we're super proud of Chris and Dragan and everyone involved in that movie. But we are back. This is our no- going to be the November bonus episode. Um, actually, it's going to be the November episode because we never came out with one. I apologies. I just wrapped a production, so I've been a little crazy. Um, but I definitely wanted to make sure we get a November episode in. We are welcoming back Jessica Guest, a black girl's guide to horror. Um, t- today, I'm laughing because I, have, I need to get this out, but today we are actually covering The Craft Legacy. Um, so we're doing back-to-back episodes. Jessica, welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, now? I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi. I am so glad to be back. Um, can't wait to talk about this. The people <laughs> don't, we've been giggling. We've been giggling for at least solid, a solid 10 minutes before we started recording because, mm-hmm. so if you guys listened to our last month's episode on the craft, please listen, if you haven't listened to it, but if you, if you did, then you know we gave Rachel True her flowers. We talked about the craft legacy, the trailer in particular, because that's all we had at the time. And then the movie literally like went to streamer a week later and we're like, great. Um, and while I was working and thinking like, oh, we got to do a November episode for Afro Horror, I said, well, let's just talk about the craft legacy. And I reached out back to Jessica and you had already seen it and you're like, oh no, I watched it. And yeah, I'd love to come back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're gonna make it mm-hmm. through this podcast. Little That's disc- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's give some disclaimers off the top hand. You know, if you listen to our show, we are 100% raw. That's why the show works. That's why people like it. You also know we're not malicious at all. This will will never slight these young actresses. Like these young actresses are only doing what they're given with. So it's never gonna be like us going against Lovey Simone. First of all, we are gonna give our mm-hmm. flowers to Miss Lovey Simone today. That is who our flowers will be going to as again, the only black person with speaking lines in this movie. We'll get into that because that pisses me off. Oh, Jessica, really quick though. Was it the part where she's talking about things that she wishes she can change, like in the circle? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that hard. That part made me want to throw actually, my phone. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when we're going to, actually, you should just guess a few times throughout there. Cause like, okay, I'm going to start guessing. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. just so you guys know, we are going to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent brash and blunt in this review because that's what movies are for. I, and Jessica and I both work in this industry, so I, and look, I had a movie that came out last year, and it was shit, too, I promise, and I got horrible reviews just torn up and down on Twitter, so I am a good sport. Um, We're here to talk about just the movie and what it means to the fandom. We're not slighting the actors and the artists involved, because we know how hard it is to make a movie. It's a magic, 
it's a piece of magic to make a movie. Mm. Um, but it doesn't mean you're exempt from being shit on when you come out with shitty shit. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and maybe I was supposed to intro- actually introduce myself. I was so like ready to start talking about this that I completely forgot. But yeah, so I'm a writer and teacher. I write horror. Um, I study horror. I love all things horror. And I also love the craft. Um, so that's why part of why I'm here. I write about about black women in horror especially and yeah that's me but sorry i forgot to do that earlier <laughs> no you're fine there's so much to talk about so we're gonna we're gonna just jump right into it especially because if you guys want to learn more about jessica um we'll talk some more where you can find her at the end of the episode but go back to the craft like stop playing this one go back to our craft episode literally was last month and listen to that one as well so you can get to know her and just kind of get what our before predictions were going to be for the movie, which some of them I guess right, and then what our, you know, what we're really we're really off base, really off base with. Um, so let me start with the people involved because that is important. Um, the craft is produced obviously by Blumhouse. It's directed and written by Zoe Lester Jones. If you don't know her, she played um, the the senator on New Girl, like season three. Um, Kat Moscato, something Moscato, Senator Moscato. She was really funny. She's a great, great actress. Um, it's also co uh, it's based off of the characters created by Peter Philardi, sorry, Peter Philardi, which is the regular craft. Um, it stars Kaylee Sweeney, um, who looks like Eleven from <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah. I kept going, damn, Eleven's great. Um, Zoe Luna, who is trans. And I didn't know that until yesterday when I was looking through um, the Twitter feed. And I think that's so cool. Um, Gideon Adlon um, and our girl who we're giving our flowers today, Miss Lovey Simone. If you don't know who Lovey is, she's in this movie that came out, I want to say, last year. Um, Sayla and the Spades. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard so many great things. It's an indie darling movie. And she's also been in a few episodes of Greenleaf. Um, as our... <laughs> As the show is called Afro Horror, and she's the only black person in this film, again, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Our, she gets her flowers automatically. Congratulations, mm-hmm. lovey. Flowers for you. And I, and I actually did see uh, Sela or Sela in the spades. I don't remember how they pronounce it in there, but I did see the movie. It was really good. Um, it uh, it kind of reminded me, in terms of how it felt, and like the subject matter, a little bit of like Brick, that movie with Joseph, mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Levitt. Sorry, yeah. I can't speak. But yeah, it was really good. She she was really great in there. Which is, I, I hear that. I haven't seen the movie, but every time she's mentioned online, it's, oh my God, that movie's amazing. She's so sensational. And she's so underused here. I'm like, wait, you have Lovey Simone, who out of the four girls is the most notable. And she's so underused here, just in performance and dialogue and and arc and everything well i mean all the girls are but let's 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 just get through it um i want to round out our our actors with the the three sleeper hits for me first of all michelle monahan is freaking gorgeous this woman will never age um she plays uh kaylee spinney who plays lily the lead character's mom david duchovny from californication which was a nice surprise i didn't know he was in this movie and when he came on screen i was just like oh it's david duchovny okay um and I do want to shout out this young actor, and I'm going to shout him out for the rest of the show, even though it is Afro Horror and I'm supposed to be shouting out Black people. But don't worry, Lovely will get equal amount of praise. Nicholas Galzetzine? Galzetzine? Galzetzine. I don't know. Galzetzine, I think. 
he plays Timmy, the bi character, and to me, saved the movie until, I mean, okay, also spoiler alerts, if you haven't seen The Crap Legacy, you should stop now, because I'm literally going to spoil everything for this movie for you. Um, he dies, and, <laughs> and uh, his performance, to me, was, like, way too good for this movie. I was like, sir, you are in the wrong, do you know what film you're in? You are not in... <laughs> an a24 film you're in craft legacy and you're giving me oscar award-winning performance i love him he's 26 years old he's also going to be in the new cinderella remake with um havana nunana i can't remember wait 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 i'm sorry they're yeah. remaking cinderella again i mean of course disney is gonna keep keep collecting those coins as as long but they're, making it with havana, but they're making this one with havana nunana camille love oh. yeah so our first Latina Cinderella. Okay. Yeah, so that's why okay. I, I'm like, great, great. I can watch that. I, our first Latina mm -hmm. Cinderella, awesome. Uh, we okay. had a black one, now we get our first Latino one, awesome. Next year we'll get an Asian true, one. True, true. Um, but yeah. he's really great. <laughs> he's really great. Yeah. Um, okay, and then uh, um, uh, I wanted to do some more of the crew people, but I actually don't care enough. So, <laughs> because I want to get into this. <laughs> whole lot just kidding I, I care about everything um some photography hillary spara um edited by libby conan cunan so this is an all girls kind of crew thing except for uh yeah yeah there's a woman lucy fisher is a produce produced it too really cool i will say that off the top um definitely women heavy that's really awesome i will definitely say it's also its busy, biggest weakness and i'm speaking as a woman and as a liberal woman <laughs> this movie pissed me the fuck off <laughs> Absolutely, it did. I have to. I have to say, same was here. Was it just so woke for you, Jessica? Was it so woke? It was yes, yes, actually. And I actually think that in trying to make it as woke as it was, they actually dumbed down some of the wokeness. <laughs> like, if that makes Thank any you. sense. No, it does. If it was like ABC is of woke. <laughs> it was just, and I, I don't know even when to bring this up, but I, my one of my biggest problems of this movie is the, the general plot and the general theme here, right? Oh, because, oh yeah. Like, it, well, there's no plot. What plot? <laughs> I mean, literally, where I'm about to read the I am the uh, Wikipedia plot, it's two paragraphs. There's no plot. <laughs> there's, like, they, mm, okay, I'm going to get my words together. Basically, yeah, okay. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. They by focusing on the patriarchy and focusing on men towards the end by focusing on men this entire movie actually because they do it throughout. They took away what was so great about the craft, which is that besides Sarah and even Sarah, they did not really care about men too much. Nancy was after power. Rochelle just wanted to live a normal life and not be bullied because of her race and like racism and shit uh bonnie wanted to be beautiful you know but for her yeah yep. sure yep. guys come come with it but for her and then sarah honestly if we're being honest about it sarah wanted revenge she yeah. didn't really because she didn't even like she didn't even like him when she got him like no. she kind of treated him like shit so she just wanted revenge it, it was not about men it was about these girls themselves but this they made it all about guys all about dudes from the very beginning like literally, literally she's moving into a house full of we're gonna get there too but just overall mm -hmm. i agree with you all these women behind the scene all these women in front of the scene and we're still focusing on men 
And mm-hmm. I get it because the critique for the last craft and our wokeness, I mean, we even talked about it, was these four women shouldn't be fighting. They should be empowering each other and being sisters. Um, I totally get that. So it's like, it's like we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. But there's got to be a common enemy besides the patriarchy that these women can focus on besides just like making, make sh- making this boy who's kind of crappy into like the woke leftist king of the world. There's a line that someone says, I think it's Lovey's character, when she's like, and he said, I'm cisgendered in third period. And I about died laughing. <laughs> I, was like, I was just like... What the hell is this movie? And that's why I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> he said he's cisgendered. I was like, oh, he's changed. Oh, <laughs> we're going to give him a cookie. <laughs> like, okay. What a big turnaround. <laughs> like, um, and, 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 and it's, an, it's ironic, too, because at the end of the movie, my favorite mm-hmm. character was Timmy, the dude. Bye, bye, Queen King. He's wonderful, yeah. but he was the only one that had arc story, um, like depth. I cared about him. Like, thank you, thank you. And that actually brings me to back to what you said about him being like your favorite part. I agree. I think his performance was the best and his storyline was the best. But I, while I was watching, I was like, "Why are you talking? Why do you have so much screen time? Why are we <laughs> focusing on you?" He's still talking. I kept like looking down at my. I was like, "How is that? He's just going. Why are you here?" <laughs> like, oh, He's cute, so though. I will say He's when they cute. were when him and Lily were kind of getting close, I was like, "Well, this is a movie. I this is what I want wanted. I am like, if we're gonna have been here." Like, let me at least see some, like, flirtation. That was really cute. Um, and when he came back to kiss her, I was like, Ooh-hoo-hoo! Maybe it's mm-hmm. the quarantine, though. Maybe it wasn't that exciting. It <laughs> yeah, it's the quarantine. It's just me being it's, alone for six months. Just... <laughs> quarantine goggles on. <laughs> no, I still, think, I still think he's very talented, Nicholas. Um, I don't know if you go by Nick, Nikki, Nack. But I think you're super talented, and uh, I really enjoyed yeah. you. Um, okay. I did love his performance. He did do a good Seriously, job. Seriously, amazing performance. Was, Wasted was performance. It yeah. took so much. Yeah. took so much. Um, and to round this out, you guys, this movie is only 90 minutes, which is fine for horror. I mean, if it was actually scary. Um, it, it felt like it was like three hours long. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I felt like I was watching it for quite a long time. I was like, this is like this is as long as Gone with the Wind. What is this? this and is it cost so twenty dollars. I, I as I'm mm-hmm. pushing the button on my iTunes, I was like, ooh, twenty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I paid it. <laughs> I um, cause I had to do the show. Honestly, I paid it because I had to do the show, you guys. Um and it it so far has only made I don't know if this is wiki's been updated, but it says it's only made 1.5 million so far. I feel like those numbers are much larger. I could be wrong. Anyway, that rounds out what the movie is and what's it about. Let's get to the, my favorite part, trashing this, whatever plot yeah. existed in this. Um, let's just talk about it. So three girls, Frankie, Tabby, who the hell is Tabby? Who is Tabby? Did I miss that? Oh, Lovey's character is Tabby. I, that went over my head. Um, yeah, <laughs> and that's another thing. There's stop right there. Already some problems. I did not know these girls' name by the end of the movie. I promise you, I could not tell you. I was just like black girl, Latina, other Latina, and that's all I know. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I could not, I could not name these women. Even Lily, I was just like, what's her name again? Eleven. Uh-huh. Okay, Lily. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. could not get into it. Anyway. Frankie, Tabby, and Lords try to freeze time with magic. Let's stop right here again. <laughs> Something about the craft that was so beautiful with Manon and everything was like the elements and the powers, the um, east, uh, east, west, north, south, you know. These girls just want to freeze. Time. Like, remember when Nancy killed all the sharks and, and Manon gave it as a gift and it lying the beach? dope is that and all we get here are some still butterflies and some freezing of time and it made it look fake to be honest so it fake. made it they that and once we get to that third act i can't wait to talk about that but oh some of the special effects in this movie were so bad the the, the, the little bit that they used was bad every bit of it whereas like and it's crazy because 20 year old movie regular the craft still upholds it still holds up i was so shocked i mean i think part of it is that they use a lot of um uh practical effects but the the special effects they did use they still hold up when rochelle looks through the the wind uh the mirror and like her thing that still looks good the bugs coming out well the bugs i think were real real, real but when she changes her face when they change her face it works it doesn't work here this looked not good. Oh, and wait, can we talk about the, the auras? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What <laughs> was that? It was like a throwaway line that Tabby, Lovey Simone says, she taught us how to use our auras. Literally a throwaway line. And then you see them mm-hmm. glowing in different colors. And I'm just like, I'm what does so, this mean? What does this mean to anything? Yeah. Anything. <laughs> and I, I kept wondering, I was like, okay. Either, and I don't know this answer, but I was like, either the first movie actually consulted Wicca people or these, this movie consulted Wicca people because the way the magic works in both of these are like almost opposites. Like they did a lot of nothing stuff. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like and and they they talked about like weird stuff like not weird stuff but like stuff that they never explained and things yep. that i don't think they even kind of mentioned in the craft and i was just like you want to hear something I mean, that's gonna blow your minds according what? to imbd trivia they had not one but two witchcraft consultants on the set of this movie which i cannot believe i just okay witches leave us a comment is this movie accurate are you guys just sitting around tasing butterflies with your auras and lighting candles because what the f yeah and <laughs> what why is that fun as well why, is it fun? why are you wasting your god glowing energy on that when we have yeah. real world problem like we have real world remember real quick we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get to the rest of it where we can stop and start moving like, when, when the kid is getting bullied in the hallway and one of the witches turns the bully's sweater to a rainbow black a rainbow color oh oh my god you really you got him what what are you all the magic they did in this movie was pointless it was so you turned his his entire outfit into a rainbow it's probably an upgrade like (laughs) i was like like, 90s throwback and then they do like a smirk at the end, like they really did something. Like, mm-hmm. like kill them. <laughs> it was like, and I think I don't know if you said this on the last episode or someone else said this, but the the trailer, someone said this looks like if the CW was gonna do the craft. Yeah, it was on Twitter. And that's exactly. <laughs> 
That's exactly what this was. No, was, this was, was this is if um Freeform did the craft. CW would have gave us some form. Some, some yeah, boobs. that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, Freeform right. did this. <laughs> it was like yeah, or like Maybe ABC even Nick Family. Jr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ABC Family, Nick Jr. It was so juvenile. Like compared, there was murder in the last one. They killed somebody. Well, <laughs> I mean, technically Timmy was murdered, but we don't see Timmy get murdered. We just no, I mean just the girls. Oh, that's true. The no, girls, the girls no, killed. Like, him. We'll get there, but that's what their whole reasoning was for icing out Lily is that because she cast that love spell on Timmy, they thought because of the love spells that she double spelled him and that he committed suicide because he was so in love with yeah. her. Mm -hmm. oh. And okay, so there is a line from one of the witches in this, and that I think this justifies why they're a little more tamed. I can't, again, I don't know any of the girls' names because we don't get to see their life outside of the frickin' circle, which is so annoying because that first movie, they gave us at least one scene with the girls on their own, except for Rochelle, racist. So we can, yeah. well, Rochelle, yeah, Rochelle had her racist bully, so we got to see Rochelle outside of the circle. Um, but they, yeah. they created these characters so we could each identify with one of them. I didn't identify to any of these young women. Not one. Not even Lovey, mm -hmm. who was supposed to be, like, me and her. But anyway, we'll get there. But my point to this was, there's a line that one of the girls says, and she's like, yeah, we don't do magic to harm people. Um, we're not going to, like, do anything like that. And I guess that was another complaint from the first movie, that true, which is, wouldn't want to harm people, even rapists. I don't think that's quite true. So... I guess that's why they pulled back on the harshness of doing spells because they wanted it to be more like witches control fabric colors and butterfly flutters. <laughs> if, uh, if Willow could hear us now, <laughs> right? Willow would right. hear us. <laughs> I'm thinking about all like the, the 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 versions of witches I've seen, like and. I mean, granted, so they might not be up to, to, to like, code with what Wicca is, or... I right. I mean, what is Wicca? Wiccans, no reach out to us. Let us know. I, I'm with you. I love a good witch. I, I want to believe in balance and mana and, and earth and wind and fire, but I'm just like, what are y'all doing all day? Let's talk about, real quick, the best witch movie still to this date is Practical Magic, because those girls knew what was up. All right? Yeah. Killing yeah. their abusive, her sister's abusive husband. Yes, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Having margaritas in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., dancing with their mm -hmm. aunts, jumping off of the roof on Halloween and fluttering down in umbrellas. Still the best movie about witches ever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> this, we can't do practical magic on the show. There's no black people. So, I can't, <laughs> you know, another thing though, I'm thinking about like that movie had violence. Even Hocus Pocus had some violence in there. Like, oh, they Hocus killed Pocus. a girl. They killed, yeah. they killed a child in like they the opening souls. image. Souls, yeah. 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 Children. Like, I was like, but you couldn't do anything. I, I don't know. Seriously. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're only like a half a sentence into our plot review. Damn. <laughs> They try to freeze managers, but they fail to do so because um, they require a fourth member. Like, damn it. Why is it four? Like, oh, we just need that West. That damn West. Um, Lily, I guess her last name is Shashinner. I, I did not know that. Moves into town with her therapist. I didn't know her mother was a therapist either. Helen, to live with Helen's boyfriend, Adam Harris, and his three sons, Jacob, Isaiah, and Abe. That's one sentence, but I'd like to stop there. Um, okay, so the movie opens up, and you told me this, and I, even when you told me this on Twitter, 
when I saw it, I, my mouth just fell. Alanis Morissette <laughs> is the song. Which one are they? They're listening to um, Hand in Pocket? No, they're listening to Ironic. Which one are they listening to? I can't remember. I think it's either Ironic or Head Over Feet or something. I don't remember. It's off that one album, though. It's, it's, it's off, off of Jack Little, Pill. Little Pills. And they're playing, and she's singing it. And I was like, oh my God, are we that old? Where it's like Alanis Morissette is a fucking throwback song that a mother and daughter are bonding over. Like, I feel old. We're getting, yeah, we're there. Yeah. Also, <laughs> how much money did you have to pay for the rights to that song that you could have invested in, like, better story? Mm-hmm. Like, why did That's we use all the budget? <laughs> why oh, did we use all the budget? Alanis Morissette. <laughs> oh my God. And then later on, there's a Princess Nokia song. And they have the audacity. Like, I was like, I'm sorry, did Princess Nokia produce this movie? Is she an investor? Because they literally give her a shout out, like, oh my God, she's amazing and she makes such great music. And I was like, is this written? Is, is the writer a super no- Princess Nokia fan? Zoe, are you obsessed with Princess Nokia? That's the most random, random thing. Are the kids listening to, pr- I don't know. I have 16 year old brothers. Kids, are you guys listening to Princess Nokia like that? I know one song by her, she's wonderful, but is it like, Beyonce to you? Like, I don't know. Help me figure this out. I'm so confused. Alanis Morissette and Princess Nokia in the same movie. It's very odd to me. It's um, extremely strange. And again, Princess Nokia will cost a pretty coin to use the music, you know, her right. So I'm like, why are we spending so much money on the music and not in the movie? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. I don't really know who. I've seen the name Princess Nokia. Oh, she's really I, great. She's wonderful. I love her. I like the song in the in yeah. the movie. But song is great. I, yeah. I'm not up to date on what what. But it's just the uh, way they the yeah. dialogue about her. I was like, is she an executive producer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why are we spending a scene on Princess Nokia talk? Like, there are things happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyway, um, okay, so they move in with, with Helen's boyfriend, David Duchovny, Californication. Um, please tell me if it's just me, but I was feeling some serious sexual tension between her and the brothers. Am I, is yes. it just me? Okay, no. I was like, I was like, is she going to fuck her, her stepbrother? <laughs> I really thought yeah. that's where we're going. It was, it was, it did, and the thing was, for a second, for actually a good while of the movie, I couldn't tell that Timmy wasn't one of the brothers. Ah, me too. Like, I was lost. I was yeah. so lost. I was like, oh, that's I true. was like, wait, y'all all look alike. Wait, who's the brother? Who's? You're not the bully? And, and why like, do we need three of them? Like, one is just know. completely useless. One dips in yeah. and dips out because he's like, he has a homosexual relationship with Timmy and then he's gone for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And, well, he's, except for that, that one part where he's like waiting in her room. Well, not waiting. He slept walk into her room. Yeah, we, did we ever get an answer what the, what that was? What no. was that? Okay. That literally, yeah. Because okay. mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, maybe he's a trance, he's a cult, and he's acting like this, like, very um, Black Christmas 2019. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, like, they're, like, hypnotized over the, the statue, hypnotizes him to be asshole, and that's why misogyny exists. I really hate these movies, you guys. Oh, I wait, really yeah. hate them. God, <laughs> guys, we are yeah. we're feminists. We are Black women. We are feminists. We are liberal. This is this is why they hate us, though. We make movies like this. You don't have to slap people in the face like a wet, hard dick with <laughs> feminism tropes. You just don't have to. Like, why can't we just be women and exist? Like, yes, shit mm-hmm. is going to happen to us. So that's what I really love about Queen's Gambit. Yeah, they talk mm-hmm. about 
how it's hard for her in the world of chess to be a woman, it's very subtle. It's like not overtly like, we know, we get it. So in this movie, mm. it's so heavy handed with the feminism. It's just like, and that's the same thing with Black Christmas to me. I was like, you guys, I don't want to watch mm-hmm. this shit. I'm a woman mm-hmm. too. It's annoying. <laughs> it was, it was extremely uh, annoying. And I actually, now that I think of it, I did not see that one, but I heard the, um, the controversy around that black christmas because there's like three there's the original one in the 70s yeah, and there was yeah. like the 2006 uh, one is actually movie. the best one yeah that's actually that's the one, one that i thought i was yeah i was like i saw that one i didn't see the 2019 one yeah 2019 heard... one is it was also yeah. written and directed by women white women let's talk about this for a second you mm-hmm. wanna see you already have it yeah. so we've got two very heavy-handed white feminist movies the craft legacy and black christmas under Blumhouse, okay? So you guys know me, you know I'm always coming at Jason Bloom because I don't think he hires enough women, but let me correct myself right now because he did just hire this woman and another woman last year. He doesn't hire enough women of color, so Mm -hmm. specifically black women. And we'll get into the way Zoe writes um, Lovey's character in this. Clearly not written by a black woman. Clearly Mm -hmm. written by a white woman who has seen and heard talks about what it is to feel like being black, but has no idea what it is to actually be black. And this is not a slight against Zoe. I think she's super talented. You can just tell. And if, um, slight plug, if you guys want to learn, um, the nuances and things I'm talking about when you come to writing black characters and you're not black, you should check out my after horror blog on final draft. Anyway, what would you like to say about this topic? It was so clear, like I agree with everything that you said, and it was so clear, like through the writing, that there was this was chock full of white feminism. Yep. The fact that, like, because like what what I think a lot of people don't know is that there's differences in what a lot of people think encompasses feminism. You have white feminism, yep. you have like womanist theory, you have like um, intersectionality within feminism, and part of the problem with white, what I call white feminism, at least is that there is no intersectionality. Yep. There's just like a focus on white women problems and the thought that what white women experience as, as a, a group misogyny, that has, yep. as misogyny is what we all experience as misogyny. And what their problems is, is what every woman's problem is. <gasps> and that is not true. Mm. <laughs> that is completely not true. And that was just running through this movie because we had, we had a trans woman. Right, thank you. A black woman, and and thank you for saying that because I didn't even know she was Latina. I did not know that. The third, I didn't know why. I was like, what? So who? And all three did not have a storyline at all. And all three of them could have had a great story. Like, why do I know nothing about this this trans character except for that she's trans? Why do I know nothing about this black girl except just and just from seeing her that she's a black girl? And I didn't even know because they don't this because in this white feminist world that discrimination doesn't concern Lily, right? Because Lily yeah. never, is never going to have to deal with being, she's a straight woman. She's never going to have to deal with LGBTQ problems. LGBTQ problems I'm sorry, guys. She, mm-hmm. And then she's not black. She's a white woman. So she's never going to have to deal with Lovey's issues. And she's not also not Latina. So she's never going to have to deal with, and also what does it feel like to be a Latin woman or a black woman, a black Latin woman, especially too, in that world of mm-hmm. white people? What city is this in? I don't even know where this is taking place, but I, it's I white. No <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. all white from top to bottom so so my biggest problem with this is Blumhouse cool that, and that's always the thing when people say hire women I always want to put an asterisk next to it 
hire black women, especially. Mm-hmm. Because when you hire white women, that's all you get is just like, oh, misogyny, oh, and there's some toxic masculinity, and that's all the that's all the problems because that's all they have to yeah. experience. And there's so mm-hmm. many layers of it. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about this now and then we'll get back because I don't see it in the um in the breakdown here. There is a scene where everyone, including Timmy, because he wants to hang out with the girls <laughs> all the time, because he's fixed now, we'll get there. But they're going around and they're trying, I think they're, they're asking things they would, two wishes. Oh, oh, two truths and a lie. They're playing two truths and a lie. Yeah. Um, and Lovey gets to go and Lovey's, uh, I keep calling her Lovey. Her name is Liddy in the show. I'm sorry. But uh, Lovey's character says, her first thing is, I wish I had more black friends. That literally came out of her mouth. And I said, who, who, who wrote this because i remember when in the freeze frame i don't know if you remember they freeze the ca- the cafeteria and they start taking pictures with people there's a whole table of black people they're extras right they're extras but there's a whole table of black people and i'm like so you're telling me lovey's character knows not one of those black people at that table and they're what she's an outcast because she and here's another thing let's stop right here too because i want to hear about we talked about this these girls they don't look like outcasts they wear dark lipstick occasionally, but their fashion is pretty mm-hmm. on brand for now. The thing about the original girls is that, no, they were outcast. They wore black. Yeah. yeah, they wore all this crazy makeup and garbs and piercings, and they looked they looked like outcasts. These girls look like they can be friends with everyone in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So when Lottie kinda, said that, that pissed me off. <laughs> and that goes into another problem. I didn't know why they wanted power in the first place. Like... Because I didn't know anything about them, I didn't know what, so did they just think it was going to be something cool to do, like a hobby? Because, and we're going to get there, but they were kind of willing to throw it away, too, yeah, like it they, was nothing. Yeah, but. they binded themselves so quickly, like, fuck it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, so where, <laughs> and it was just like, they don't seem like they they need this, whereas, right. like, that's what made the, the first set of girls so intriguing was that like you would see you saw the consequences the real consequences of what would happen if they didn't get some power exactly right? like and like i so i didn't care about these girls and then i didn't care about like wh- why should you be able to freeze time and tr- change someone's like outfit into a rainbow like i don't i don't right. care like we don't care and that's the thing when we talk about plot you guys and i talk about this in the afro horror blog and you're a writer so you know this too if your character needs an objective they all need objectives which is a want what do they want that drives their 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 need it drives the story to get what they want and no one in this story except for the warlock which is a stupid reason which we'll get there later has an objective like not even lily has an objective it's not like because we i didn't even realize she even wanted timmy to fall in love with her until her awkward masturbation scene let's go back (laughs) because there's so much we're jumping ahead to but um Mm -hmm. anyway hearing a black character say she wishes she has more black friends and then her her next liar truth was i'm scared for my brother every day those are two things i could actually relate to growing up i i mean being scared mm-hmm. for my brothers and i can relate to that now we don't explore those and we don't get to really feel those things because she's just a black character in this show we don't get to see her family like i she mentions a brother we never get to see the brother we ne- like what is it like to be a black witch i would love a movie or a show that explores that we don't get that here and that's when i when i read heard her say those lines i was like a white woman wrote this like Mm -hmm. i just it put me at pause anyway i'm sorry guys we got we got off topic let's go back (laughs) 
Okay, the girls befriend Lily after she has her period and class to stop here. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, we're gonna have to stop after every sentence. We're gonna stop after every sentence. Just get get ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about this real quick because we're both women. Do you remember when you had your first period? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like that. <laughs> like right, I that was intense. It, that was so intense. Like I mean, my first my first uh, period. I remember. I, I was pretty young. I was like 12, I think, when it started, or 11, one of those two ages. So, like, um, I woke up, and my mom had told me about this, and, like, I went to the bathroom, and I just saw, but it was it was such a little bit, and I remember, oh, this isn't that bad. So I can do this. And then the next month happened. I think it was either month two or three when it really oh, yeah. came, but then by it, then I yes. knew. Yeah, the first one wasn't that bad, actually. It wasn't, like, crazy. The yeah. third one, I remember I was in shock. <laughs> I was in shock. Damn. But, um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I, it was so weird to me that this was, it was weird how everyone reacted to this girl's period. Yeah, how that she is reacted. so weird. I mean, like, they look, they're 15, 16 years old, so she's getting it later in life, first of all. Yeah. Which is fine, because mm-hmm. I think my best friend didn't get hers till she was 16. I was actually nine when I got mine. That was really, really young. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but I was nine, and like your mom, my mom told me literally the day before about periods, and then I got mine the next day. Freaking witch. Talk about witch. Oh, That's wow. Witch. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it wasn't bad that first time, but um, yeah, I got, you know, increasingly worse. I, I had endometriosis, the whole thing. But um, the oh, bleeding, God. I yeah. do remember one time, and let me know if you did too. I did bleed through my pants in, in high mm-hmm. school when I was like 14, and I remember distinctly my best friend. She lived like four blocks away. She, we walked to her house, and she—I had a sweater around my pants, and it, but it wasn't like dripping. It wasn't—it didn't look like a gosh damn like water fountain coming out. It was a stain. So yeah. I went to her house and I changed pants and I came back to school and it was like we're done. And no one yeah. out on that shit. <laughs> like yeah, no one. In fact, I remember. I remember it happened to me as well. I don't remember how I how I found out. Either someone told me, or I went to the bathroom and saw it. Um, but I, it was actually pretty late in the day. I only had one class left, so I just went home early and I didn't go to that class and it wasn't that big of a deal. Like nobody, and I, I get being kind of embarrassed or whatever, but I don't get, I don't get, okay. So Timmy at this point is a bully and he like, he makes like a weird joke about it. It's a crime scene. Yeah. It's like a crime scene or something like that. Such a cliche joke. joke. Yeah, such such a like, and I was like, these are these kids. I'm supposed to expect that these kids are what Gen Z or whatever right, underneath Gen Z. Gen Z. Yeah, where they literally know about everything. This is not like you know, like back in the day with Carrie, which is what I originally thought they might do, like a, a thing, like a homage to that. But right. it was it wasn't. It was just dumb. So it's not like back in the day where no one knew anything or like guys didn't know. It's also we're in a day and age where because of the internet people like to at least pretend to be woke i feel like someone like him wouldn't if you're trying to be the cool guy in school or whatever would you really make that joke when like girls would kind of like look at you and be like Ugh, you're like you're insensitive yeah, or something it's, so, like that? it's very 80s bully like and, yeah. and again it makes me feel like zoe no offense to zoe the writing director do you have 
friends or not friends you have siblings that are younger because i'm like you clearly don't know what's going on in these high schools i have 16 year old brothers and i talk to them every day and they tell me all these things like they know what period like they grew up in a house full of women they know what periods are they had to experience it not to mention there's a scene where they're taking sex ed class so i'm pretty sure these kids and they're 16 like they're not 10 they know like they're if they're not sexually active yet then they definitely have been they know what a period is. Like, was it kind of mm. gross that it was dripping from her back onto the floor? Yeah, but I don't, I'm like, I'm really confused as a woman who wrote, the woman who wrote this, you're a woman, like, I'm not trying to take away any experience from anyone. That's not how it looks for most women. Um, and I would mm-hmm. be concerned for her ovaries. If she was bleeding that heavy, I would be like, mm-hmm. girl, maybe we should get like an ultrasound, a vaginal ultrasound and check out if you got cysts because, that's extreme, mm-hmm. extreme, extreme bleeding. Like, mm-hmm. and her mother is a therapist. So wouldn't her mm. mother have warned her and maybe like, hey, so you're, you're late in life. So you should probably carry some tampons in your purse or some pads just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was a lot of things. That. There was a lot of things that didn't make sense. Uh, the way that the teacher kind of like even acted, um, like when... I think it was this, uh, I'm getting movies mixed up now, but I think it was this movie where, like, she said that she needed to go to the bathroom, and, like, she went to bring something, and he was like, wait, why are you bringing that? Was that, did that happen, or am I imagining that? I don't think, I don't know if it was that movie. I know she just walked up and went to the bathroom embarrassingly, and I'm just like, okay, cool. And then Lovey brings her her gym pants? Yeah, which... Yeah. Thank God they're the same size. Like, that would be mm-hmm. awkward. But they're, and then they have that shot. They literally have the weirdest angle on her panties. Like, do we need this shot? Do we need to see the inside of her panties? She, we know she bled through them. Like, mm-hmm. what? I think that's another part. I think that's another wild part of, of white feminism where, like, they want you to, no, see what I see. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, they, yeah. they're in your face. It's like very Lena, um, Lena, what's the, Wait. Dunham. Oh, Dunham. No, Dunham. Yeah, that would be yeah. funny. Two That'd different Lenas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Lena Dunham, like, where she's just like, oh, you, look at this, like, you know. Live it, I live it every oh, day. <laughs> I live it, yeah, that kind of thing. And I'm just like, yeah. Well, and it's also know. like, we've come so far in, um, reproductive rights and also just uh, acceptance of norm- normalizing periods of this movie to me set us back it's just like now you're making it seem like this outlandish crazy thing and i'm just like it's a very normal thing that all women well uh, not sorry not all women i don't want to exclude everyone it's yeah. a very normal thing that a lot of women go through um mm-hmm. and the way you um portray it here it just seems like it, it should be the shunned nuanced thing i'm like how cool it would have been if Lily was like oh shit got my period and we got a, a, a pad i gotta go to the bathroom yeah. like she just owned it because yeah. it's normal and i'm sick of these movies making it like this so salacious like ooh, blood out of your pussy <laughs> like, <babe. laughs> yeah I, it was just like i said this movie just kept slapping you in the face with all these messages and all these like it's so oh, hard gosh. to be a girl and i was just like Oh my God, this is actually kind of exhausting. And then the director did say in the interview that this movie is about women finding their voice, which I'm always down for. So I'm like, okay, I get it. It's like puberty. She's coming into her own. She got her period and then she got her powers. Ah! Which is also for someone who has a trans character in the movie, it is a little short-sighted to say, if you got your period, you get your powers. I'm like, cause like I just flubbed 
10 seconds ago, not all women get their periods. And that, exactly. is, that doesn't make you a woman. That's just something that mm-hmm. happens. So exactly. we don't like this movie. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't for so many. And once again, I have to go back. She said that this is about women finding their voice. And yet I low-key want to look at, if I, if I had to go through this script, I think I would highlight in one color all the times that men speak and then highlight in another color all That's the times crazy. that women speak. That's and crazy. I feel as though <laughs> Lily might win by an inch and that's it. But especially if you put the other three girls combined. Oh god. The other right. three girls combined up against even the what's what did you say his name is? The guy from X Files and the California. Oh David Duchovny. David Duchovny. Against put those three, combine them against how much he speaks and how much Timmy speaks. Yeah, which let's stop here again. I mean, this is going to be a great long episode, you guys. But there, there's this is nothing more frustrating to me than liberals, especially and white feminists, prop up their movies or TV shows, whatever their offices with faces of people of color and and LGBTQ representative people, and then they don't give them um, space. So this movie was promoted as, oh my gosh, look at the witches. They're black, they're Latina, there's a trans one. Oh my gosh, they're so diverse. And then this, like you said, those three girls barely talk in this film. And it's not, and they're on the cover. The cover is the four girls together. And this movie is not about the four girls. This movie is about Lily and her dickhead stepdad. That's what the mm-hmm. movie is about. Like mm-hmm. it's all about Lily. And it pisses me off because they want to use us for their branding, the marketing, and then they don't give us space. And I'm just like, you suck, you suck. This is exactly what I remember. I did it. I did an interview for. I think it was either Sonora um, or so. I did a, a, an author interview, and they asked me what is something that I would like to change about like di- how diversity is being done in like the media. And the thing I said was that I wish that people stopped making it just a checklist. Yeah. Okay. And like, which is basically what they did here. We have a black girl check. We have a, a Latina yeah. girl check. We have a trans woman yeah. check. And it's like, you're well, a not, bi character. We'll make this one bi. So then we'll be bi. super woke. Check. Check. You know, and then you leave them alone and don't do anything with them. Nothing. I'd rather you have like, if, if it's a time thing, I'd rather you have like, maybe one or two other people with a very rich storyline than trying to like, you know, check all these boxes and then leave it very shallow and like not fleshed out at all. Just for, just so you can have the poster with them on there. Exactly. It's such a, it's such a it is such a white feminist answer to that problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it is. It, it, it's yeah. a slap in the face. It's, it's disrespectful. And not to mention mm-hmm. the audience, they, we eat it up. Well, every time we see, oh my God, they're so diverse. Oh my God, they're so inclusive. We accept mm-hmm. it as breadcrumbs. We have to stop accepting these breadcrumbs. Just because mm-hmm. Lovey Simone is in this movie doesn't mean it gets protected from my our critiques. That's it. Yeah, the no. movie is shit. Mm-hmm. She deserves better. She deserves mm-hmm. way better. Her character deserves better. All of the girls in this, this show, even um, Timmy as well, by, by Queen King Timmy, um, deserve better. Mm-hmm. And because the, the nuance so... And we'll we'll continue in a second, but the nuances of being bisexual is so tossed in here. It's just like, oh, he slept with her her, her stepbrother, but now he's kissing Lily. Was it the love spell, or is it because he's bi? It's just like they toss it around. And I know how I I don't know from experience how complicated it is, but I have bi 
friends. It is a complicated thing. It's not just like, I'm sleeping yeah. with everybody. No. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. we just toss, we, we get these breadcrumbs from these, these studios, these networks, these directors, and we think we should kiss their feet for it, but it's bullshit. Um, mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Zoe and Blumhouse are to blame for this. Like, obviously they wanted the marketing and the sales to look great, but at the end of the day, this is a story about a white girl and her white ass family and her white ass dad and her white mm -hmm. ass life. That is it. Yeah. It's a sideshow mm -hmm. character. Um, today's trope, you guys, is the black best friend trope. That's what our character, Tabby, I keep calling her Libby, Tabby is. So we're going to continue. We're literally two sentences into our plot. <laughs> oh, it's like the Ma episode all over again. Okay. Yeah. She gets her period and Timmy mocks her. They are amazed when she telekinetically pushes Timmy into the lockers. All right, we're going to skip that because I don't even have air for that. When Lily responds to them using only her mind, the girls conform <laughs> to be the fourth member and invite her to join their coven, to which she agrees. As a result, they succeed in freezing time. So she's in the classroom, and literally someone whispers to her, be her fourth. And I was just like, ooh, sexy much. <laughs> How many times have I been asked that question? <laughs> um, and it, com it all comes so easy. Like, I don't remember making friends this easy in high school. Like, I remember it was kind of, I mean, as an adult, it was really hard now. But I don't know, the girls are just like, yeah, we like you. You're our fourth join. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to join. And it's just... None of this works. None of it works. Um, anyway, moving on. To seek revenge on Timmy, which we'll get there. To seek revenge on Timmy, the girls cast a spell on him. Okay. So the girls... <laughs> I can already see the look on your face. I wish you people, the viewers could see it. Um, the girls <laughs> do their freezing spell in the woods, very Twilight Meadow, a la, you know, um, Bella and Edward. And then they go to Timmy's house and... Tabby finds a key under a rock and opens the door and they enter Timmy's house and no one, yeah. no one's worried about nothing. I mean, they, they do throw a line in there, which is like, you can tell someone on the set was like, we can't just have these people walking into their house. Like we've got to throw like a line in there that says, can we just walk in their house like that? Lily says that they throw a line. They succeed to go to, Timmy's room. I'm, I'm like, I assume one of them has been in that room before. I think one of them had a relationship with him. I can't remember. But they go to Timmy's room. <sighs> Jessica. I can't even, the words are about to come out of my mouth. I can't even believe I'm going to say this. They find, we don't see it because we can show period panties, but God forbid we show a condom. They find a used condom at that of Timmy's. They put it in Timmy's bong. They shake the bong. I can't believe I'm even saying this. They shake the bong up and they create a spell to make Timmy more sensitive. <laughs> As, okay, let me, I, I want to just pause you right there. Couple things. This entire scene, I was, this was actually when I, when I put my foot down and I was like, no, this isn't <laughs> when I threw the thing. But this is when I was like, no. No, no, no. What you're not going to do is this. Because as a former stoner, I'm not anymore, but as a former you don't disrespect someone's bong like that. That's so <laughs> disgusting. That was just so disgusting. Oh, yes. that, it, was, it was a gross concept 
in and of itself. Like, oh, this is his best, like, most energized part of him? Someone said that. Yeah, like, like his essence or whatever. I was just like, like, what are you talking about? Also, I Timmy may be an asshole, but I don't think he's leaving around cum-filled condoms. Who his, does that? Nobody. Do you know the type of disgusting human being you'd have to do that? You would have to be <laughs> so nasty. I, I feel like it, his bathroom is literally right there because they escape from it. I'm thinking, I think Timmy is the kind of guy who'll take two steps to the trash can to wrap a condom. I, I don't think he's going to sleep in his bed with a used condom. Yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was so disgusted. I was like, you guys, what, what is this movie? Do you know, do you know the, uh, the meme, Cardi B? What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? Exactly. Yes, that's how I felt. I was like, what, what is this? What am I watching? And then like, that their answer, once again, we're going back, and this is just me, because I love horror and I love violence and stuff. Their answer was to say, their answer for revenge was, let's make him more sensitive. He just needs to be more sensitive. Like, I think he needs to be in touch with his feelings. That's it. Just this toxic masculinity is not helping him. So we have yeah. to fix it. He's way too toxic. Like, he made fun of my period like an immature 16-year-old boy. So let's just, like, make him super sensitive. And it, it goes back. Okay, so we're going to go back to the... Because people are saying, well, you can't compare the films. Blumhouse directly said this is a direct sequel to mm-hmm. Crash. So it's a sequel, okay? So yeah, I can compare the films because they're derived, um, especially mm-hmm. with the ending, which we'll get there. The thing that made the 90s versions, or I'm sorry, the first movie so special is that these young women had real problems. I'm not saying a period is not yeah. a real problem. I'm not saying being made fun of is not a real problem. I'm not trying to, to quantify any, anyone's feelings like that or not quantify. Yeah. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is just like, the reason why Nancy, not Nancy, um, what's the, 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 the uh, one, the, what, the lead Sarah? one? Sarah wanted revenge because she almost got assaulted, sexually assaulted. It was a real issue. It wasn't a dude mm-hmm. making fun of her. He came for well, her. True. Like, but the reason she casted the spell was because he did start a rumor about her, but it was a terrible rumor. It's a it terrible wasn't rumor. Just like, oh, yeah. It was a terrible rumor, and he led her on. He yes. led her on before that and then used that against her. Yes. Whereas like this, it was one interaction with that guy. Like he, well, no, I think two. He did the, he said the thing about the period. And then he, he said something really juvenile to her. Like when she, when she threw him into the lockers, I can't even remember what it was. I can't he like whispered, he whispered something really like. Oh, that's right. Really, yeah, she told her stepdad later, he whispered in my ear, something gross. Or I can't remember. Yeah. It was, it was something so dumb. It was like. No, I think he just asked her if she wanted to to have sex or or something. Yeah. He he did something stupid and dumb and like gross, but a whole well, it is it was a sensitivity spot. It's not like they killed him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What to I say don't know. Here. Did did Timmy does Timmy deserve that kind of justice though? Where you like literally alter his whole life and his whole perception of life? Mm-hmm. No. Does he deserve his balls cut off? Maybe. I don't know. I just felt like we're going not too extreme. And that's the thing about the 90s stuff. Like, um, Nancy's parents were horrible alcoholics. Her stepdad was abusive. Rochelle is dealing with serious racial trauma. Serious, like, constant abuse being racial. And then, obviously, 
um, Bonnie and her, uh, I mean, disfigurement or whatever, like the, the body image, the body dysmorphia that Bonnie has is serious mental issue. These are some serious mental issue problems. These women solve all their problems in one spell with Timmy. And then life is just, it's good. I'm like, oh, it's honky dory. Into toxic masculinity, just another day in our lives. So, so frustrating. So they do the spell. Um, and then Timmy's dad, I guess is like, oh, Timmy, do your homework. And, and the girls leave through the, this is part I never said, they leave through the bathroom. Timmy's coming back in the room. Lily doesn't want to go through the bathroom because they're on the second floor, which I, I get, but also what was the alternative, Lily? You're going to walk in the hallway and let them see you? I don't know, but she ends up freezing Timmy at the door and like, oh, cool, all is well, I can escape. <laughs> I was just like, this is, the scene was such a waste, you guys. I don't even understand where we did this. Anyway, Timmy, um, he shows up the next day and he behaves sensitively, um, confirming the girls are successful, which is they're watching the sex ed video and another kid is just like, talking about how all women want it and all this stupid shit that kids and actually not kids adult men say it too and timmy's just like hey that's not cool man like girls have feelings and you should be more at suit to them i hate i want to punch him in his face punch him right where he's i hate I, I hated him more in that moment i did like, too i really I hated him a lot more he sounded, right like, he sounded like he was trying way too hard like a pick me he sounded like a pick me i was like oh yeah. stop um yeah so because of their success with Timmy, who now only wants to hang out with like the ladies, um, they continue to experiment with their powers, including levitation. So we do get some like, this is why it frustrates me, where we can't compare the movie to the first one, but they do have parallels. Like they literally have recalls from this movie to the other one. The first one is the uh, levitation. They do light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh, this is another one. What was that bathtub thing? What was happening there? When they put her in the really cute, lush, like, yes. bath bomb? <laughs> that was probably my only, that was my favorite she part of the movie, possibly. Did you have any photos? It looked beautiful, yeah. That <laughs> was, like, that was gorgeous. I love that. It? Why does Lily only get to do it? Because it's her movie. <laughs> Like, I was no, so you're right. You're um, right. So wait, and Lily, she strips down naked. I was like, this girl who couldn't even check out her period panties could now just be butt ass naked in front of her new friends. Yeah, I, I remember didn't get it at all. hiding my body in gym class. Like, okay, no one can see me. Let me just put the shirt on. Like, I wasn't like yeah. flapping my boobs around to the girls yeah. in gym class. And then she gets no. in the bathtub, and it, it looks real comfortable. It's all milky, and there's flowers. I'm just like, well, what it are we doing? gorgeous. It really does look like a pregnancy shoot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it, I like the look of it, but I didn't. I don't know what what the point was. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I was so lost. I was just like, is this what we're doing with our? You guys aren't in team sports and after school activities. You don't have homework. Like we're just taking baths together. <laughs> the day. Oh, maybe, I mean, teenagers, if you're listening to this show, are you guys taking baths together? Is this a Gen Z thing that my old millennial ass doesn't understand? Help me. Yeah, please are we let us know. Lush milk baths? <laughs> Gosh. Um, 
So they do that. That happens. When Adam, don't even ask me who the hell Adam is. I don't know. Oh, oh, Adam's the dad. Sorry. When Adam, the dad, David Cupney, discovers about the incident at school, he scolds Lily, but Holen, uh, Helen defends her. This was really uncomfortable. Like, this was so uncomfortable to watch. Just like, first of all, Helen, who moves into a house with a child? I don't know. I feel like you guys should, should be married first honest it's not about a christianity thing it's just like if you have a, a young woman and you have a blended and you want a blended family it doesn't seem like y'all should be living together as a blended family when you're just dating does that make sense like should be there should be some sort of commitment on the table mm -hmm. he's not a I mean, fiance he's a boyfriend yeah it didn't seem like there was a lot of it seemed like this was their first major commitment to each other and then to bring her daughter into it just seemed a little bit strange you know what i mean and but then, is, like, it, is this lily's first time meeting all of them yes it, i think so i think that's she met the, she knows the guy but not the the boys yeah yeah that's fucked up so you bring your daughter your young pubescent teenage daughter in a house with four men three boys she's never mm -hmm. met before and then remember that scene where she walks in on one of her stepbrothers and he's masturbating and masturbating to what like it was like a fucking it was, it, was it? porn it was is trying to say this is a commentary on how porn um is a bad representation of women and and whatever okay fine. it's yeah. so woke it's so woke but it was like, yeah. so unnecessary you did nothing with that scene it wasn't like we got anything out of that except for like a teenage boy watches porn cool yeah a teenage boy watches violent porn to violent masturbate porn. and then i'm like okay this how does this tie back why did lily have to see this like i thought that maybe he would have like i thought they were trying to like you said set up something where like one of the boys that one in particular was going to maybe try and assault her right that's why like, i thought we were was, going yeah or he would like threaten her to sit to not say anyone to anything exactly. to anyone or something Nothing like happened. that he just continued to spank that monkey and just kept it going mm -hmm. and yeah. i was like I was just so confused. It was just, it's just, because also, again, at the beginning, I was like, there's some really heavy sexual tension coming from these stepbrothers. Like, I don't know why it could be the quarantine, you guys, but I was really like, I don't know if we are we getting a threesome, a foursome with the, all the kids. Like, what kind of movie is this? Like, I, I'm ready for all of it, but I was actually disappointed. <laughs> she didn't sleep with any of her stepbrothers. <laughs> no, wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't any violence. There wasn't any sex. There wasn't any. There was like, like that's why we keep going back to this was like so. Um, what did we settle on? ABC and Family or, or Freeform Junior Freeform? Yeah. Sorry, this is like a Freeform. 
movie like it was like comparing we have to compare it to the first one i don't care what anyone says the first one was so dark yeah it's a sequel it was so dark it was so like on the nose with things and the thing is i feel like teens go through that even more now like i feel like because everything's out in the open and because everyone knows things like people deal with some really heavy stuff um some of the so much stuff like we didn't even talk about the internet stuff like what it would be like to live in an internet gen z phase Mm -hmm. of like just being the new girl and and your period like we didn't talk about any of that stuff and i'm just like again there's someone's out of touch here and it's not the audience people behind the camera are way out of touch here and oh i hate and it shows and it It shows shows. it stinks of just like old people trying to write young and it's the the dialogue first of all one of the girls says that's brazy yo and i was like what's brazy is this a new term what's brazy my god i hate so i know who probably said that it was a latina character yeah she kept speaking and maybe they made her talk like this because she was latina but like i was like why does she keep speaking in ebonics like why does she keep like she has a black accent she has a heavy black scent, and I was just like, I'm really, like, offended by this I'm girl. Like, this is really, Because they're in the like, middle of, like, white ass. I'm like, it looks like fucking Pasadena. It's not like they're in Inglewood. And so I'm so confused. So forced. It was so, so forced. forced. I was just like, what is going on here? I was like, is she supposed to be, like, a critique on, on like, Twitter culture? And, like, <laughs> right. you know, the black, you know, what, no, is it, what do they crazy, call it? Like, black Yeah, like, where where what do they call oh, it black when, fish. like black fishing black fishing or yeah. or yeah what the hell i was so confused by her maybe if the writer was black i would believe that but i just believe that the writer director thinks kids talk like this and i don't think kids who don't live don't in certain areas do talk like this me neither i, I don't I, I don't know what brazy is i felt old as hell when she said that I had to ask my brothers, and I think I think they said it was like crazy. It's like, oh, it's so, I don't know what they said, but the dialogue was yeah. was so off to me because it was it did sound like remember that meme um, from Twitter? It's like, hello, young kids. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, hello, you. No. Hello, you. <laughs> it felt like that. I was like, someone is trying real hard to speak the TikTok language, and we don't know it. Yeah, we never even yeah. approach it. And we should honestly horrible. No. Wouldn't it be cool if they did? Um, tiktok witch spells and shit like why aren't you helping people on tiktok yeah teaching us teaching the rest of us how to do shit the hell exactly i feel like new age like gen z witches would like set up like a thing where they do like tarot over over like you know like tiktok or like something i don't know prayer circles for your basketball game like how to exactly find that boyfriend that's you know ugly i don't know something but they would they should have made some money off of this they could have if you have powers why aren't you making why aren't you making money that's what i would do Mm -hmm. make money i think that was an episode of buffy where they're like i just want to anya was like making money anyway um i think i lost my place anyway uh okay so wait adam discovers the incident of school and he totally flips out he's very misogynistic very heavy-handed helen does not defend her daughter as much as she should but she definitely stands up for her daughter um lily overhears them arguing and goes outside where abe i think that's one of the brothers that's the youngest one and this is his only speaking part i think yeah okay he talks to her about his father's um authorian beliefs 
cool. Things that a therapist, Helen, should have caught on earlier before you moved your child across country and in a house with that. But all right, all right, cool. I can believe that. Not. Um, Timmy, <laughs> Timmy, new Timmy, um, Timmy Tim, hosts a he hosts a party. He invites the coven and apologizes to Lin Lily about the period situation. And they eventually become friends with the coven. Um, this is where we have the Princess Nokia conversation that just throws me off. And then also, I'm just like, all right. High school movies in the 90s and the 80s got away with this. But high school movies now, to me, can't get away with this. Why are these kids, these underage teenagers, allowed to throw parties in their big-ass house with no parent supervision and lots of alcohol. Like, I'm just like, yeah, we, and when I was growing up, we totally did it. But now I'm just like, it's on Instagram the next day and then the cops show up. I'm like, I don't know, you guys. I don't know if I believe that. Maybe, yeah. that's, maybe that's just old part me. Maybe the kids are still partying. Are the kids partying hard lately? <laughs> Let us know. I have no idea. Kids, are you partying? <laughs> Let us know. Um, so, you know, you, could, you kind of feel some some at least a friendship a kinship between timmy and lily here which those these names are awful like timmy someone had their child in 2005 and was like yeah timmy's gonna be his name yeah timmy yeah timmy that's all uh, I think about. Yeah. when timmy is at lily's home for a project with jacob okay keep up with us guys jacob is one of the other brothers jacob is a different brother than abe Yes, not the, he's the second one. He's the one who the Latina girl has a crush on. That's the only gotcha. thing we know about her, by the way. Right, and she, she is yeah. straight. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> and she and he, so it's not the one that he had sex with, which I think is the oldest one. He's the second right. one, so he's the second brother, yeah. He's the second brother. So Timmy mm -hmm. and, and uh, what's his name? Ja Jacob. I, Jacob are in the same grade and they're friends and, and they hang out and they're cool. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. These are the whitest names too. Isaiah, Jacob. Oh, they're biblical names. We should have known Helen, the therapist. Ah, Someone's I see. A, a little old school here. <laughs> um, and also oh, there's no, yeah, see, get it? The Bible, yep, get it. And they named her Lilith. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse every time you should see you. my face. <laughs> You should see my face because this adds another layer to the white feminism. She put Lilith against Adam and Jacob, Jacob and, and, Isaiah and, Coop, and, and Isaiah and Abe. Oh my God. Because Lilith was the one who didn't bow down to Adam. <laughs> Jesus, kill me. <laughs> Oh, this is amazing to discover this with you. Because uh, it just did on me, too. I was like, wait, these are biblical names. These are, I was like, why are they picking these worse than these terrible names? These are all horrible names. Like, what does this mean? Oh, uh, it's, it's like screenwriting 101. Like, I can't think of a name. Let's go to the Bible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was, that was really bitchy. Um, also, as a side note, we get no mention of what happens to um, Adam's wife. Like why he's a single dad at three or when she passed away. We we do Timmy does mention that his mother, ironically, all the mothers in this town are dead. First of all, Timmy's mom is dead. And he does have a really nice moment with Lily. He talks about the necklace that his mom gave us. Oh, is this a metaphor because uh what we find out later about Lily and mothers? Oh my god, I hate this so much. Um anyway, we don't get to find out what happens to Adam's 
first wife who popped up these three kids, um, if he killed her or whatnot, if she was just maybe too feminist and too woke and she had to go, but we don't find that out. And I think that's a question if I was Helen, I would really like to know um, before I marry you. Um, okay, so we're back at the house, you guys. I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, where are we? So Timmy is having a project with Jacob. All the girls are in Lily's home and Isaiah's sitting on the couch and he's playing a video game and... <laughs> I'm sorry. Tabby grabs the controller and says, I got next. He's like, don't touch that. And honestly, I'm so on Isaiah's side because what the fuck? Like, mm. <laughs> you ask, hey, yeah. say next? Who just grabbed? I got next. We don't know each other that well, bitch. Like, please yeah. leave my exit my living room right now. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. These are my younger sisters, stepsisters, friends. Don't touch my shit. It's a PS5. Yeah. It's expensive. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm with Isaiah on that one, honestly. Sorry, Habs. Mm -hmm. um, and then the reaction to it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That's right. Thank you. I almost glossed over that. <laughs> These girls are so confusing. So everyone gets revenge against them, even if they're rude. Like, rudeness can't be tolerated. Like, they, they yeah. do not like rude people. So they stand up really straight together. They close their eyes, and they say, what, wait, what happened? What happened? They're like, it's like the game, like, like either. Oh, right. The TV glitches. And yeah, the, like, if the, if the game just stops, like, shuts off, or, like, it explodes. I don't know. Something happened. You show well, him, ladies. You, and it honestly, was, that's such a mean girl thing to do. It's just like, yeah, he was being a dick. You can curse him out, but to turn off the video game and with using your powers, it's just like, just push the button. Just push the off button. Like, that seems like a lot of energy wasted. That's what you use your powers for. That's what right. I keep coming back to. This is the shit that you use your powers for, rather than just like they could have said something, like you just said. They could have said that's an use your voice. You Find your voice. In, exactly. Like you're an asshole. Like that's a like even the girls. Once again, going back to the girls in the first one, Nancy would like say shit. To oh, people, Nancy would you have know? cursed you out. Nancy would be like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice move, asshole, or something. Like even Sarah, like. um I think she she told the one guy, one of Chris's friends, to like fuck off or something. When yeah. like, he oh yeah, it. they they would they would say something, but these girls are just so silent. They just kind of re rely on their powers to like yeah. save them from everything, and which so is sad. hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's about, she the director literally said it's about finding their voice. They don't use their voice. They use their powers. Then they use their powers to only get revenge on people. It's never anything positive. First of all, girl, people are starving in your neighborhood. Can you, like, produce some food, mm -hmm. put some money in their bank account? Anything else? Like, make it a sunny day? I don't know. Like, what? And it's really, it's really petty revenge. Like, petty I, revenge. I, I would, I, I would have been happier if it was, like, something deeper, like a real thing, but these are petty problems and then they're petty like little fixes to the problems like oh you can't play your game oh you have to wear a rainbow oh you it was like <laughs> fix you we fixed it we this? did it we're so strong we're strong guys we're strong women. and yeah. that's the thing about the first movie those women without their powers were still strong yes bonnie mm -hmm. had insecurity issues but she was strong enough in in just in herself of she talked back, like she talked back. Rochelle, yeah, she had a bully. She didn't stand up to her bully, but Rochelle, her Rochelle and Bonnie did, had liars. That's true. She, she did. She, she did. did. She like she went to her and she asked her straight up, what's, like, yeah, what's, what's your, your problem? problem? Right. Yeah, like 
she probably could have fought her if she wasn't outnumbered too right, but hey, right, we right. don't know but like it was just like ridiculous these girls never did that but even even before they found out too that nancy like was the fourth and that nancy that um sarah was the fourth and his big issues like i remember rochelle and bonnie they had hitters for nancy they were like oh she's white trash yeah. like they had, yeah. they had they had heat for nancy and for sarah like they had them out they were strong so these mm -hmm. girls are not i mean i hate to say that young these characters are not strong characters. They're not standing on their own two feet. They're hiding yeah. behind their spells. And that's disappointing from a female director, female writer. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we're gonna, never gonna give anything positive about this movie except for Timmy. Here he comes, here's Timmy's yeah. shining moment. So, um, Jacob leaves because he's, you know, the TV is whatever. Timmy admits that he had sex with Isaiah, Jacob's elder brother. Um, and that he is bisexual. And, and oh my gosh, this scene is so beautiful, not for anything else, but for this actor, Nicholas. So Nicholas is sitting there and he's giving yeah. just like this, he's like, I don't know if I should tell you guys. It's after that awful dialogue that Tabby has to say about wanting more black friends and being scared for her brother. And she's like, he's like, I don't know if I should reveal this, but he's in touch with his sensitive side. So he starts just really rushing out these feelings and he's crying. And I'm like, this is the most nuanced performance and both movies, actually, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. I, I would say he and Feruza. Uh, Feruza in the first movie when she's giving that, he's sorry, he's sorry, he's sorry. Like, that's the opposite of this. It's giving me, I'm sorry, and I love it. It's like a nice juxtaposition. Like, he's very good. This actor is very, very talented. Mm -hmm. Probably the only positive thing I'll have to say about this movie. Um, so he's bisexual, which is like, awesome because I'm, I'm that means I still have a chance and I'm you know <laughs> quarantine so later this is the funniest thing I, I was looking at my phone during the scene for a, a split second and then I heard some like light moaning and then I was like oh she's masturbating <laughs> oh, wait, I, I do want to I want to say one thing though about him admitting that oh, yes. admitting to being bisexual I too thought that was an amazing performance. That is though when they when they zoomed in on him and like he got this moment, I was like, he's getting I was like, this feels more like it's this is his scene and his yeah moment. And I was just like, this is weird that they're giving this to this guy. But then also I remember thinking, is how how would someone I thought that the, and I remind me if she did this, but did the trans characters say anything about, about this or no. did any of them say anything about how like this is actually unethical because like now we've kind of forced him to come out to us and he, well, like, you know, they, they don't say it in this scene. They do later on admit that while they're buying, why they want to bind Lily, they might as well bind themselves because they kind of crossed the line when it came to Timmy. But no one, yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great point. No one brings it up that they forced his hand to come out um, on yeah. his, you know, not on his own terms and that they are horrible people. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and I, I, I also know, um, I don't, the trans actor in this movie it's never very blatantly clear that i mean it she is trans but it's never like her person like her character arc in the story but it does feel like a moment that is missed where she could have um connected with timmy just as yeah. being a part of a community 
Um, and that, that feels a little lot. And th- that would have gave her an, a storyline and more lines as well. Like, but I get it. Like some, some we just want to exist sometimes. No, no one just wants to be the thing yeah. that they're known as. Like, <laughs> this is like some, why didn't someone bring it up though? I was just yeah. like, I, I was like, okay, but yeah, but Going back to what you were talking about, though, before with the the masturbation. Oh yeah, she's mad. Well. She's totally flicking that bean, and she so she does the spell, and then that's when I was looking down at my phone, and then I hear like mm, some wrestling, and I was like, okay, I'm so confused. Uh, Lily is the most confusing character to me. So she's so shocked by her period, so shocked, but she's masturbating. Like she's in touch with yeah. her body enough to touch her body, but not in touch with her body enough to like not freak out about having a period so i am so confused i'm so confused i don't think i masturbated until like um well i got well i had my period at nine so but i didn't start masturbating honestly until like senior year of high school honestly like same same here yeah yeah so it was a while between like first period and like learning about my body um and exploring my body um and now in quarantine it's it's freaking barbershop in here um, I will say one thing though, uh, even though this still doesn't fit, but this are oh sorry did I yell? No, you're fine. No, I was itching my oh, ear. Okay. <laughs> oh, but I will say one thing. I do think that this this uh, next generation knows more about stuff like that than we did um, back then. But yeah. because they know more, she should have also known about the period and not been. And so I've been so freaked out. And shocked. Like, uh, these two things, these basically these two scenes don't match. They don't in match. In terms of, like, knowledge or, or logic or anything. It just, it doesn't match at all. And I, then do we think uh, she's masturbating to the thought of, oh, I'm sorry, I, look at this next line. I should have finished it. It says, she places a love spell on Timmy using his sweatshirt. Yeah. He, he left it back, and that's why I think he comes back at some point. I think yeah, he comes get back. it. He comes back to yeah. find his sweatshirt. Um, but is she masturbating to the thought of Timmy then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she has it like she like has it on her. <gasps> she and, has like, she sweatshirt has, on her. I miss. No, all. she doesn't put. She doesn't put it on. She like she kind of is holding it. She smells it. And she holds it to her, yeah. and like she kind of yells, "Yeah!" And like she's just like holding it, and like uh, wow. you know, like stop. I missed it. I was on my phone. I did not because I was wondering. I was like, "Where is that sweatshirt?" I thought he was making up a lie just to come see her about no. the sweatshirt. So homegirl had the sweatshirt under the covers, was smelling it and flicking her bean to the sweatshirt <laughs> smell. Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Ladies, I have never flicked the bean to snipping someone's sweatshirt no i don't think is i've done she that one a werewolf <laughs> is she like half dog like is she like thank you <laughs> bare bones? thank like, you for giving me something to write no i'm gonna write that oh yeah a werewolf woman flicking the bean to something she's smelling off of like yeah, a guy and she her, likes That's and her leg her leg like shakes like oh <laughs> I'm just, I'm so confused now. I, I'm so <sighs> glad. Is that when you threw your phone? No. Oh my God. No. Okay. You're still not yeah. there. Oh well, so my it's, God. Yeah. It's, I can't wait. <laughs> I held on for a minute. I held on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Timmy, he comes in the room. He's looking for the sweatshirt that's now covered in her like vagina <laughs> like, <laughs> stuff. And um, they kiss. And 
he it's i mean again i've been in quarantine a long time but it looks like it looks good i just wish we had more of it i was like if the movie was just all mm-hmm. like can we if it's just a porn actually i think i would have enjoyed it a lot more than i did um and then you know his friend comes upstairs and does the old oh what are you doing in here oh i left i, I thought i left my sweatshirt whatever they leave next morning in the most unhinged way they're in class. Timmy's missing from his seat. I'm like, did no one fucking check on Timmy this morning? <laughs> like, if I kissed a dude last night, you better believe as soon as I wake up in the morning with my Libra ass, I am texting him yeah. going, hey, good morning. Did you not check in on your dude? <laughs> like, yeah. So the teacher comes in all solemn and is just like, Timmy committed suicide. And that's just how they get the news. I also don't believe that either. I'm like, in the age of Twitter and Instagram, I'm like, someone would have freaking known, like, the cops, like, cops going to the house, finding Timmy's body, like, someone would... And it sucks that we don't get to see Timmy die on screen because this is a horror movie. No offense to yeah. Timmy. But, and it's also this thing, it's also this thing, and I'm, um, I'm, not, I'm not in the queer community, but, you know, I have friends in the queer community and we talk they talk about this a lot in horror queers why does the queer person have to die like it's yeah. usually lesbians but right like timmy just came out yeah. as bisexual and he's there's literally a whole, dead there's a whole trope about i mean he's not gay but bearing your gaze right and like it's so because like i am bi so like mm-hmm. i it, it's really sad to see um we're kind of getting what I thought was pretty good by representation after, after that, before that scene, I did not like him both as a bully. And when he turned woke, when <laughs> we found that out about him, oh, I loved I was him. Like, okay. I yeah. loved him at that. I was like, Oh, okay. And like, I, I warmed up to his character only for him to be killed. Like what? Five minutes later. Literally. And I was just like, this really sucks. Like really this sucks. is such a drop ball like here with this. Like, did he have to die? There's three straight white brothers downstairs. Kill one of them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Kill Jacob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you said, die off screen. Die off screen. Yeah. We don't see what happened to him. There's like no closure. We la- we just get that scene with them, like with um, her, with them kissing. And the next thing he's dead. We get no closure as an audience. Nothing. You know? And he gave the performance of the movie and I was like, mm-hmm. I was in it. Then I was like, okay, if Timmy's going to be in this movie, I can, I can sit back and relax. Like, I'm really mm-hmm. looking for, like, what happens when Timmy's spell gets lifted? Is he back to old Timmy? Or does he remember everything? Like, I was ready to see mm-hmm. what happened to Timmy. And they killed him. And I was just like, I don't get There's so many straight people in this movie. Kill mm-hmm. one of those dudes. But, yeah, he, Timmy's dead. Um, and it also, I mean, maybe this wasn't her intention, I'm sure. But it also feels like you came out, you get punished now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that, yeah. Like, shame on you for being queer. Now you're dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just silly. Um, So Lily opens up to her friends in the bathroom about the kiss and the love spell that she she did on um, Timmy, which also it's very confusing because I'm like, Lily, your ass didn't need that love spell. He came out the scene before as bi. He's down, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you guys have been pretty close. Like, if you just would have played your cards right, like, he would have been yours either way. You didn't need to do a spell on top of a spell on top of a spell. Um, but it's very Nancy, right? Like, if, oh, spoiler alert, her mother is Nancy. It's something Nancy would do. It's just, just like, I want to control everything. And maybe that's, like, little hints of her darkness. Side note, talking about the auras I wanted to mention earlier, Jessica, if they can see auras, why couldn't they see Adam's filthy black aura? <laughs> That's a great point. That is a 
a great point. All the magic they're using, they couldn't use that. To see, what is going on? To see that Adam is a filthy, dirty warlock. Like, yeah, it's like, why is your you guys, aura black? Yeah, <laughs> why is his, his aura dirty? Like, why can't we, like, oh, again, Willow Rosenberg would be so disappointed in these witches because Willow would have been like, ooh, mm, I'm getting a lot of, mm, something's going on here. <laughs> Um, that never made, that's a plot hole to me. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, hire me, Blumhouse. I know what I'm talking about. Um, so they, so they, she reveals about the love spell and the things that they did, and the group breaks up because of it. Now, yes, Timmy died, and that shit is wrong, but I'm just also like, this friendship was literally on ice, like, on, yeah. on, on no solid ground at all. They didn't hear her out at all. They didn't hear her out. They didn't even try. Because, like, once again, no one saw what happened with him. They made a lot of assumptions. Yeah. And then they jumped to, like, the, the like, they were the worst friends ever. Worst friends. Like, they're the ones, they're, they're the ones who pulled her into the circle. They're the ones who, like, you know, introduced her to magic, even though there's a whole thing about her being a natural witch. I think that's what the whole freezing thing was in the beginning. But still, they're the ones who introduced her to this idea of, like, having this power or whatever. But, and then, like, she does something wrong. Did you guys ever tell her not to do that? Like, is, isn't there something about, like, teaching, you know, right. each other so We're you don't... We're all new here. Shit. Like, play they, to have, this. they have a dialogue moment. One of the girls, again, I, don't, I can't tell them apart except for Lovey. They go, we all agree that we're not going to do harmful spells or anything. Like, but, and then they do admit to themselves later on, like, oh, yeah, but I guess what we did to Timmy was harmful. I'm just like, you guys are hypocrites. Very so. mm-hmm. And their friendship, mm-hmm. honestly, their friendship seems to be only the same with Nancy and Sarah's friendship, um, only uh, together because of this magic. Like, you guys don't seem mm-hmm. to have a lot of things in common outside of the coven. And that's mm-hmm. why you're on shaky ground. So as soon as she messes up, she gets kicked out of the circle. What kind of coven is that? Because my friends yeah. would help me bury the body if I accidentally killed somebody. Exactly. And be like, oh, man. Well, we knew this day would come. (laughs) I still love you anyway. (laughs) Exactly. I'm really disappointed because, again, a a movie about femininity and and female friendships and and they abandon their sister when she needs her the most. Mm -hmm. Not not the white feminist I know. (laughs) Or is it? Um, Lily suspects Adam to be dangerous after all this freaking time and asks her mother for them to move out. But she doesn't agree. So Lily, this this plot thing is not really great. Um, Lily wakes up because she's been having these dreams, recurring dreams about snake. There's a snake in the, whatever brother was masturbating room that she keeps looking at. Nothing comes to happen with this snake, which is so annoying. I'm just like, we get these hints of the snake and the snake and the snake in the garden when she first gets there. And I'm like, okay, so something's going to go on the snake. We never get into the snakes. I think it's just a throwback to the snakes from the first movie, which is so annoying. But um and also weird because her, well, spoiler once again, but her mother loves them. Like her mother really liked snakes and stuff like that. And even gave exactly. a whole speech about how like they're, yeah. they're not, they're good, they're good creatures or whatever. Like why is now, why, now it's used as a thing for fear? Like, yeah, okay. Now it's a thing for fear and you're scared. She literally wakes up from this quote unquote nightmare. It's just split, um, spliced images of like crest and snakes and she goes adam's dangerous and i honestly as the viewer i was like i'm gonna need you to use your words talking to helen because if i was helen i'd be like i don't know what you're saying like you need to express to me why you feel like this place is a dangerous situation because all you're saying is just like 
I have a feeling. And I'm like, no, just tell her about the dream. Tell her about, you know, all the incidences that you feel like uncomfortable around him because moving mm -hmm. out, like, I love how movies like this just make moving in and moving out seem so seamless. Girl, <laughs> yeah. where yeah. are you going to go? You don't have a house. Mm -hmm. You sold your house. Where are you going to go? Like, you're just going to find a house the next day? I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I need, I need, again, the movie is about finding your voice. Lily can't even adequately tell her friends what's going on with the Timmy, what went on with the Timmy thing, and adequately talk to her mother. So she's not finding her voice, like, at all. This entire mm -hmm. movie, it's frustrating. So at this time, Lily also admits that she knows her powers and asks to give, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, I skipped a line excuse me you guys um my bad in hopes to find anything against adam she searches his office only to find her own adopted patient papers which while helen admits to her that lily is actually her patient's child oh let's talk about this real quick so in the beginning of the movie helen's walking around with a box of paperwork and lily's like what are you doing she's like oh you know how i keep all my important papers in a box i just want to fucking scream because it's like the laziest writing trope ever how convenient that Ellen, the therapist, the licensed therapist who went to college, got a degree in psychology, who treats patients, keeps private shit in a box that anyone can find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does yeah. that not drive you mad? I'm like, oh. It, it was so unrealistic that she would just have that hang around an office that's not even hers because it's her husband's office. And I might just say the minute, I don't know if this is the first time she was in the office, but Whatever scene it was where she first went into his office and she was like looking around, I knew the entire plot, like right there. Like I was like, oh, he's a, he's a cultist. He's oh, a fucking, I, oh, I called that. He's a male misogynist yeah. cultist. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. Well, because there was a scene where his book fell on the floor and it literally says like masculinity or something. I was like, oh, he's a yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's like, yes, that's a scene. Clues mm -hmm. for the audience. I was like, you might as well just slap me in the face, honestly. Just stamp yeah. masculinity on my. I get it. Like you're throwing it in my face now. Um, I literally um, and then when he was like being mean to her, I was that's what I got a clue. I was like, oh, he's gonna fuck y'all up. Like he's gonna do something. Um, yeah, like, he's not cool. The, the clues are awful. Like, I wish it was a more of a red herring where we thought it was one of the sons and it's actually, or I don't know, maybe yeah. Ellen. I don't know, but it was awful. But she finds it was her really clear. It was really clear. We knew something was up. Mm -hmm. She finds her adoption paperwork and the adoption paper letter cracks me up because it literally is like adoption <laughs> letter <laughs> like on the top and then her name and then her like no father listed. <clears throat> I'm not adopted. So adopted listeners, let me know. Is there a paper that that people hold on to for 16 years and why would you need that like if i knew this was a secret that i couldn't freaking tell because the mother of the child told me not to i'm burning the paperwork does she need it for college what does she need that adoption paperwork for maybe because actually fun fact in some states you get free tuition if you're adopted but oh. I don't know if they know that. <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason, but. So but Helen, Helen, uh, Helen strapped for cash after moving across country uh, on a therapist salary, decides that she's Lily's birth um, adoption paperwork so she can get that state funding at Michigan State University. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, oh, that must be it. That has it's so frustrating and it's so easy. It's honestly, it's super lazy writing. She doesn't, mm -hmm. sorry, I'm sorry, everyone. People keep calling me. I don't know how to make it stop. Um, she doesn't even 
take the time to really look for the paperwork, she like automatically finds it. And I think that's the most insulting part too. I'm just like, Helen would not, why are you just keeping this willy nilly out? Yeah. Out. Like, I, I don't, that's it's just all of that. But that's not the part we threw your phone though, right? I didn't think so. I, I now I'm thinking about it, I want to throw my effing phone. Um, so, but this is a big like this is a really big blow actually. I cannot imagine thinking someone was my mother for 16 years and then like boom, that's not your mommy. That's your mother's therapist. Um, that would really piss me off. And she has every right to be angry with Helen. Um, and and the way Helen defends herself is saying that she made a promise to the mother. But I'm like, yeah, but if this is your daughter, you should have made a promise. Your promise is now to the child. And you should, you could have told her at like age 13, 14, you know what I mean? And you knew she had these powers. You knew she was going to have these issues and you knew who her mother was because you treated her mother. So you're setting her up for failure. And then you move her into a house with three men. Helen is the worst fucking therapist on this planet. Like, <laughs> I, no wonder she's trapped for cash and saving the adoption paperwork for a tuition. <laughs> she's not seeing any clients. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed in you <laughs> Helen. um so there's a funeral for timmy <laughs> yeah, i'm sorry it happened so quick i'm like it does you guys planned the shit out of this funeral so quick um moving on right like son's dead moving on um no autopsy no, suicide he's done um after timmy's funeral where she's at the funeral and there's the scene where like I, at this point we're in the third act and Lily can't control her powers because she's so emotional because women are so emotional and that's just what happens when emotional women are in situations that she pushes her mother away telekinesis style do you remember the rage Carrie too yes I do I, I like that sequel if we're talking sequels, I do that was pretty I dope. do as well yes that it's was really good with 90s it's filled with 90s angst but also yes. They kept one thing I, I appreciate appreciate about that movie is that for a sequel that a, a lot of people don't like that movie, but for a sequel that kind of like was trying to stay with like the theme of Carrie, it kept at least the magic the same. Like yeah, Carrie exactly. had telekinesis she couldn't really control. Well, she did at the end, and then like she and then her also, daughter, yeah, yeah. Well, her sister, her daughter, Carrie, it's a it's her sister. <laughs> She had a sister? They say it's her sister. They say it's a younger sister and that it was like her her father's. Uh, oh, okay. I see. I, see. The same I was going to say. Yeah. I was like, her mother totally died at the end of that movie. So I don't know. Yeah, how that works. yeah. yeah. But yeah, she, they keep the magic the same. Whereas like in this, I, they don't keep the magic the same at all. No, like, no. They, and it's weird because it, Nancy, it goes, if this is a sequel and, and Lily's supposed to be Nancy's daughter, Nancy is not a born talented witch they needed yeah. sarah they all needed sarah for the powers to work nancy's powers are because of sarah and they were amplified because of the four of them but it all comes down to sarah so when sarah's out of the picture nancy doesn't have powers so how the hell does her daughter inherit any powers it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. nancy wasn't the fourth like this would make sense to me if lily was sarah's daughter for sure mm -hmm. that makes sense that's the bloodline <laughs> And remember, that was my prediction before. Yes, I, I predicted that she was going to be someone's daughter, but I thought I was betting on Sarah. I wasn't betting on Nancy. Right. Also because, and I get, we're going to get there, but how? 
Nancy Howe. Exactly. Like, How? There's not a good answer. There's honestly. not a good answer. And we're, we're almost there, you guys. We're literally a yeah. paragraph left, but um, <laughs> yeah, this movie sucks. Um, so yeah, she, <laughs> she telekinesis to throw her mother across the funeral and everyone just stares at her. And at, a part of me at the time was like, girls, I know you guys were fighting, but this is the freaking time you make up and you run to your friend because she literally threw her mother with her mind across the room and everyone's looking at her like, that's the time you get her, wow, everyone's calling me. I don't know how to make this stop. Honestly, I talked to no one all day, every day, and now all of a sudden everyone wants to talk to me. I sincerely apologize. Can you hear the ringing? No, at one point earlier, it kind of went out for a second, but I didn't hear ringing. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry if you missed anything I said. People have been FaceTiming my whole family, and I'm just annoyed because they never talk to me any time of day. Anyway, so what I'm saying is this is the time you go to your girlfriend when she needs you the most. Um, the guy she just kissed, uh, the, probably, I assume her first kiss, I don't know, but maybe one of her first real kiss just passed away, and she threw her mother across the room. Her world is falling apart. So funeral ends. What a waste of a scene. She also admits that she knows about her powers and asks to give her powers to her. So this is, um, after, this is after Timmy's funeral. Helen tells Larry, Lily she agrees to move out. They're in the parking, the driveway of the house. And I could already tell from the jump something was up with Helen. I was like, girl, you, yeah. you're a little off, mm -hmm. honey. Something's off. And she asked her to give her her powers. And I was like, that's real strange. Well, turns out, Helen shapeshifts and turns out to be Adam in disguise, who is a part of a pagan cult and has been after her powers since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think he even uses a glamour, which he is what he glamours. Yeah, he glamours himself, which is just like so. If Adam had the ability to glamour himself this entire time, does Timmy exist? Is Jacob real? Is Abe real? Mm -hmm. Is anything fucking real in this movie? Like, he's this powerful warlock, but he's getting bested by these little girls? I just... Mm -hmm. And, like, it's another instance of them taking something from the women in the first film and giving it to a man. And yeah, it's just exactly. like, stop. Why? Why? Stop it. Why? They, and they also don't mention, like, Adam travels a lot for work. I guess he's on a book tour or something, but he travels way more than any author should. Or he's a motivational speaker, I guess. I think, yeah, it's a motivational speaking. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, he so. He must go, like, different. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a worst whole job. clusterfuck. <laughs> it's <laughs> So, as soon as Adam, a.k.a. Helen, a.k.a. Adam, asked uh, Lily for the power. She knew something's up. He glamours himself and he knocks her unconscious. <laughs> Girl, this is the time to throw people across the fucking lawn if there ever was a time is when someone's about to knock you unconscious. But okay, Lily, cool. Only use your powers when awkward situations are occurring. Well, no. Remember, they, they binded her at this point. Oh, shit. These little bitches. Yes. I forgot. The minute... Yes. This, this, is what, this is what really pissed me off. After they saw her do the thing at the, at the funeral, they went home and binded and her. Or bounded all of them or something like they they did this without her consent without even trying to talk to her they just went and bound her and, and again like, so they now... don't have the power she because remember they tried to bind nancy in the first movie and nancy was like mm -hmm. i don't like being bound bitch and, mm -hmm. and it's just like because i think you need all four of them to do it correctly like you need each other that yeah, isn't that right? like you couldn't make the world freeze but you can bind your other witch coven mate without their permission 
it was it was a whole thing i didn't understand it the but like rules, i was just man. like you just left this girl completely defenseless without talking to her and seeing what's wrong yeah like, that's just... low-key fucked up like that's like if i mm-hmm. if, you know that the only tool you have you're walking late at night is a knife and someone takes your knife away because they don't think you can behave properly with it and you're like just yeah. and you're she's in the dark by herself oh that's right yeah. so she so this bothers me too though because then it's just like so Lily really is a defenseless little girl without her powers. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. She's no, she's, she's not cut out to, to take Adam one-on-one without her powers. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That sucks as a feminist that, yeah, cool. I'm powerless. I'm, I'm going to tell you the part that I threw my phone at. Did but, I well, miss we're it? Gonna, yeah, no, we're going, we're getting there, but. Okay. It, it might not be written, but go ahead. We're going to okay. get there. <laughs> Let me know if it's not written, but we're on our last paragraph. <laughs> Lily awakes in the forest. I guess that was at night, but it feels like it was daytime. With Adam, who confesses to the murder of Timmy. I love when the villains confess to all of their crimes. It's mm-hmm. just so wonderful. It's so villainy. Like, yeah, I killed them. I'm going to kill you too, bitch. Um, and threatens to kill her too. See? Um, and then when Timmy contacts Lily's friends and tells them about his murder through a Ouija board, is this where you threw your phone? No. Oh my God. I I was, there was one part. And when I say it, you're going to be like, yeah, I was enraged, but go ahead. Okay. Well, so Timmy, um, there's a a scene before where Timmy, uh, when that, you know, Princess Nokia party, um, Timmy reveals to Lily that he talks to his dead mother through the Ouija board and she answers him sometimes, which first of all, that to me means fucking Timmy is a warlock and Timmy's got powers, bitch. So why aren't y'all inviting him into the fucking coven? Like mm-hmm. he is obviously the fourth. He's the real fourth. Fuck mm-hmm. Lily. Um, he's talking to his mother through a Ouija board. So and I hate another thing I really hate about any movie is when like but especially this movie don't play with ouija boards i don't care who you are you should not play with those i feel like that's like that's like 101 of any like spiritual things do not play with ouija boards because you don't know who's talking to you yeah they can lie oh that's true was that your mom was that even timmy oh my gosh timmy you could have been talking to like i don't know like someone's dead grandma for like exactly Oh, that's sad. Exactly. That really hurt for Timmy. Like, he died thinking he was talking to his mom. Oh! Um, well, Timmy contacts them through his friends because it's, you know, 2020. So instead of sending them a text, they have to use a Ouija board. Um, and tells them about his murder through the Ouija board, which he was spelling so quickly. And I was like, my dumbass, I was like, what is, what word was that? What was, what, was it? Like, slow down. <laughs> slow down, slow down. Timmy, be slower. I, I can't spell that fast. Like, um, so through the Ouija board, you know, because Timmy tells them what's up, they arrive to save Lily by freezing time, but Adam subdues them quickly. I will say this this whole scene did look like an episode of um, Buffy that I've seen before. But Willow yeah, did it better. And the, and the graphics in Buff- Buffy were much yeah. better. Like, remember when Willow took the skin off that guy? Come on. Mm-hmm. That's a real there's witch. A part, there's a part where Lovey throws fire, a fireball. Oh, that's right! Because in this, and we're getting to my, we're getting to the oh, part. We're still not but, there. <laughs> no, we, it was, I'm going to tell you, because I, I really don't think it's written. But anyway, they, the way they fight him, they start 
Because, like, they, they call the corners where they actually, like, take it upon themselves. Wait, wait, it is and written. Then, Don't say it just yet, because it's written. And I want to hear, I want you to hear how it's written. But really quick, because we forgot to mention this, Lovey, a.k.a. Tabby, yes, one of her elements is fire. And there is, someone writes on the locker that one of the girls, Lisa, I think, is a slut. Um, and Lisa's not even in the coven, actually. It's just some random girl in the school named Lisa. And Lovey takes her fire finger and burns it out. <laughs> so rad. Using her powers. <laughs> yep, using her powers again. Okay, mm. I just wanted to stop right there because that was ridiculous. So the next sentence, and I'm so glad we finally made it to the point where you threw your phone. The girls then work together and use their elemental powers to defeat Adam, burning him to death. <laughs> but please continue with the way you saw it so the audience can um, hear it for themselves so at this point they start calling the corners in the stupidest way possible oh, right. each girl <laughs> takes north each north, girl north, north. rushes at him this is this is not how you fight in a group by the way <laughs> if you're a group of people you and you're fighting one person you rush them at the same time each girl Rushes one, them one by one, and then they're like east or like north, east, south, and north, like, north, 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 west, west, west. He he gets to to Lily, and he's like, "I'm beating all your friends. Where are you gonna run?" And then she's like, "West." west. <laughs> she, and I and that's when I couldn't take it anymore. That's I true. Said, Fuck you. <laughs> That is, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So you just mentioned that is such a phone throwing worthy occasion. Cause when she said that too, and no, you guys, it's not like she, like you said, she turned her head, the camera pushes in West. West. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just feel like mm -hmm. this is a troll. I feel like no, they're trolling us. They could, they wanted to make the worst movie and see if they could make money off of it. And they're just, they're trolling us at this point. There's Do you know what this movie reminds me of in many ways? Last Airbender? Do you watch the no. God, no. Don't say that. It's blasphemy. You know it's The Handmaid's Tale? I do watch. I like that show. You know how in every end of the episode they, like, close in on oh, Alfred's, yeah, on Alfred's face, face? And she, like, <gasps> she's, so and she's making this mm, face, like, mm, I did this. Like, yep. I, I, I have so much power. It was, like that with with this girl that closed in on her face no no no. let me tell you what it was like for me you remember in Cat, um, avengers endgame when the um measure the hammer went across the field and cap is turned around and then the camera pushes in and captain america turns around with the hammer <laughs> that's kind of what it's no that's a good scene but the, the weight of this one line they gave her that's what it felt like to me or like when captain everyone's lined up and he goes Avengers! Uh, avenge. What does he say? What is the line? Avengers. <laughs> Not Avengers Avenge. That's so stupid. Sorry, sorry. Hilarious. <laughs> he should have said that. Avenge. <laughs> oh my no, god. He says, assemble. That's how she she and the actress to her credit. This actress delivered that West line like it was her in-game. Like she was Captain America and they were fighting Thanos like West. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't even take it. I, I was so mad. I was so mad because like that. I was so angry and upset. You couldn't. Do that. I mean, them chanting fire, 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 fire. That really pissed me off too. I'm just like, mm -hmm. oh.
you guys suck. Mm-hmm. You guys suck mm-hmm. so bad. Um, but mm-hmm. Adam's burned to death. <laughs> and also, like, so I guess Adam's three kids are now orphans. And, like, are they going to get adopted? This is just sad. Is Helen going to adopt all three of them? They weren't married. Does, like, so many questions. Because, like, does Helen get to keep the house? Or does the house, is the house in one of the boys' name? Jacob, the eldest? Uh, Isaiah? I don't know. Like, is, is Isaiah distraught that his lover died? Like, we don't get any answers about the, the mm-hmm. three boys. Like, I'm just so sad. Anyway, the last sentence of this plot review, we finally made it, you guys. Thank you for hanging with us. It says, later, Lily continues her friendship with the girls. Oh, wait, we can't go further until we mention the line of them saying, we are the weirdos, mister, is in the fucking woods when they're against Adam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'll be so much. He asked, he tosses the line at them, like, what are you weirdo? Like, what are you going to do? A bunch of weird, or who are you going to call weird? Or what? I don't know. And then we are the weirdos. It's awful, you guys. It's just so bad. It was bad. so forced. It was so, so forced. forced. It was so bad. Like, that entire fight scene in the woods, like, it was so bad. It was so terrible. Let's go back to real quick. Earlier in the movie, the girls are walking in. They're doing that, that iconic slow motion walking scene, and it is the worst thing in the world. The slow motion walking scene in the craft is so badass with Nancy blowing a kiss at everyone and just being, and these girls just look like a, what's the, um, the dolls with the big head? Rats. Rats. They look like, it looks like a brat. Brats. An episode brats. Of brats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like an episode of Brats. Like if Brats had a TV show. Rats had a second. I was like, Rats would be funny too, but Brats. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is too, and this goes back to something else I said before, it doesn't work without the uniforms. It I know doesn't. the uniforms make that movie because it establishes a good setting. Like we, it felt like something where like, not necessarily that they, it was like Christian against paganism or whatever, but it had a feel of like, this separated them even more because they're into the spirituality. And visually it was a, it's really good because like that, that scene of them walking, they're all in uniform, but they all, like, alter it yes. depending on their, on their style. personalities. Nancy wraps, or Bonnie wraps hers around her waist, and yeah. yeah. Nancy's, yeah, and like, all Nancy can do is her makeup. Off. Exactly. Exactly. It's, and then her, I was just like, this looks so stupid. I, so stupid, you guys. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like, lovely actresses, they did a lovely job, but you, they look like they're trying so hard, and then I'll, I'll remind me to talk about their ages at the end because we literally have a half a sentence left and I want our poor audience is like, when is it, when is it going to end? Um, so later, Lily continues her friendship with the girls. Great. I love when girls were named friends after murdering two people now. Um, and mm-hmm. Helen takes her to the ins- asylum to meet her birth mother who is revealed to be dun, 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 Nancy Downs. You guys know it's not really that, that hard to figure out once we psh, understand that she's adopted mm-hmm. that Nancy is her mother fucking a that was the crap legacy so also i want to mention about their ages real quick the thing about the 90s high school movies even buffy even those tv shows like that everyone was aged up um uh-huh. cordelia and season one of buffy is actually 27 while everyone was like 17 eight she was the oldest one um but it uh-huh. made those heavy topics easier to digest because they didn't look like children so uh-huh. it is uncomfortable to see lily aka 11 who looks 12 with her short haircut masturbating mm-hmm. i am all for yeah. women's sexuality young girls discovering their sexuality at any age 
Um, not any age, not any age, but you know, when they're comfortable with it. But yeah, these young girls look like babies and it's really yeah. hard for me to connect with them. Like, yeah, it was, it yeah. was really just, it was really disturbing in some ways to see this. Um, like, I know some people have problems with the show and I don't think it's perfect, but one show I think that does it really well now with handling topics like this is euphoria just oh, yeah. because like not, not like this but like and that's one thing they did there too they aged them up a little bit like all of those actors i think are in their early 20s like yeah, Zendaya exactly. is like 23 or 24 yep, yep. Like the, yeah they're all like within but they're clearly older than teenagers but yeah. they're so believable as teenagers like i feel like sometimes in like the 90s and 2000s oh it was like a lot, i was a lot yeah it was a lot yeah like, like scream. Some of them, scream was a lot like scream yeah. you guys are pushing it you guys are really yeah. pushing it with these ages. or like one tree hill where like one tree hill like right. full body hair, like, like, like what the, yeah so but but i'd rather that than see these these actual like teenagers for sure this situation teenagers, very young women Mm-hmm. you just feel like also like yeah i mean there there are a lot of talented actors at any age like um millie barry brown i always bring her up because she looks like 11 she's what 14 and she's probably more seasoned than a, people half her age but it's not about the acting delivery it's about the maturity that you can present on screen jennifer's body for example um megan fox is clearly in her early 20s when that movie came out but she has a aura of maturity that comes with her when she acts and there's not that in this movie and there's certain things that you do not want to see an underage person go through like going back to jennifer's body the scene when they kill her is actually really really Really, disturbing yeah it's really disturbing i would not be able to handle that if that was a younger actress in in that like that you know you don't want to see certain things so yeah it's um it's really unfortunate um Oh, I have two more things to say about this movie. Yes, this is our wrap-up, so we can say whatever we want about the movie, so go ahead. Going back to the thing with Nancy Howe, like, there's no... How does she have a child? She's been committed this entire time. We don't get any story. Well, Nancy obviously is a victim... Yes, exactly. So, like, we don't really touch on that. We literally just see her... For like shock value and for like a throwback to the other one and we don't get into like how this might have happened because it's like i have a few questions it's like either it was that or she got out at some point or like what what was all this that was going on um so we don't get any answers there and that was yeah, really disturbing i would Once be again, really disappointed if it was a sexual assault situation because that's just yeah sexually. well because i mean really- there's no father listed on the birth certificate no one knows the right father. So. exactly and then also like for for that as well mm, that's also kind of terrible because it almost because remember sarah's who bound sarah bound uh, binding her sarah binded nancy mm-hmm. so it's almost like if it was that she also kind of left her defenseless mm-hmm. um and so like i'm just like mm, this is not, not this great is not, it's not not no. looking like great options for and, and we all know for, like obviously nancy is the most popular character in the franchise like of course bringing her back makes sense but the, okay so this kid is 16 years old so nancy when she was committed she was committed at like 16 17 years old so 16 and this movie is 20 years old yeah what's the math 
I did the math. She would have had to have her in like 2000. Yeah, 2004. No, 2010. No, she'd be 10. No, 2014. Well, the movie is 20 years old. Sorry, 2006. 2006. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my brothers like were 16. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like 16. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, that, that could, so Nancy would be how old? Um, the movie came out, what, 95? Yeah. Or 96? What? So, 96. she was in her 20s. She was in her 20s. She was, a, she yeah. was age. Not, I'm just trying to see, like, how long did she was there, like, She'd have to wait what ten years? I don't know. The math is not mathing, basically. No. Is what we're trying to get at no matter which way we try to math it, it's not great for Nancy. Mm-mm. Even if no. they try, like someone could say, oh, maybe she had a consensual relationship with someone that worked in the asylum. That's not a thing, you guys. When you're committed, you don't have consensual relationships. You exactly. are being there's, assaulted. There's a there's an issue of power and control here because like you can't. That's just not something that's that's feasible. Um, so no, and for like a movie that's supposed to be woke, like I'm sure they they would have been uh, weird, like knowledgeable about that. So I don't. Yeah, and honestly, what calling it the craft legacy, you already gave away the ending. We knew she was going to be related to someone. The name legacy is in the title, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. I still feel like a Sarah connection would have been better than a Nancy, but Nancy is the most popular character in the series. Like we have to have a Nancy connection. Yeah, but and but why then keep her? They could have just done this very simply that she did not stay in the asylum. She didn't, yeah, They're why? Kind of why like, is she in there so long anyway? I was thinking about it, and I was like, this actually really doesn't make sense because she was committed underage, right? right? At eighteen, she, she should have been out. Been, yeah, she should have been out, right? Like I was like, why is she still in there? I mean, she's not actually crazy unless she keeps telling them about her being a witch. I mean, but even then, they, I don't know. I feel like she'd come to her senses and be like, okay, I need to shut up about this so I can get out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Nancy's smarter than that to just hang around this asylum. She would have played the game very, caught on very quickly, do what she had to do, say what she had to say to get out. And she's still crazy. It doesn't mean that she's not able. Like, if she's able to have sex, she's able to fool a couple of doctors. Like, None of it makes sense. None of it did. I don't know. What's your second point for this movie? Uh, I think I forgot it. I don't even remember. Oh, uh, the whole thing about the cult. So like. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that because it was not very. We didn't. We weren't given a lot of information on this cult. Exactly. Okay, so the cult is a metaphor for the patriarchy or or whatever, and so like they're fine with his their leader disappearing. Right. Like. We, well, we get no wrap up at all of what happens. Again, these three boys are now orphans. Helen, mm-hmm. are you okay? Because he glamored, he used your face to glamour, but like, where are you, Helen? We didn't see you yeah. after the funeral. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what's happening there? Um, do they move back? Do they keep the house? Um, uh, now two people in this household have mysteriously died. Are the cops not interested in that? Like, first the mother and now the father? Like, what's going on in this household? Um, mm-hmm. There is a scene that Adam points to his family crest to talk to Lily. Like, oh, this is our family crest. It goes on back, like, generations. And I'm just like... And then, what? wait, what is that scene with them in a circle and the son is crying because Timmy died? What the fuck was that? I think they were trying to, like... And he's like, you're uh, not weak. And then he hugs them. And, I, and she's watching this whole thing. And I'm just like, well, what does this mean? 
I think that was them trying to really push home the this is a cult type thing or this is a male uh, war. They were supposed to be he was supposed to be a warlock or something, right? right. And like, and he wanted I guess powers. Is like, yeah, because I think he killed Timmy because Timmy and the son were having sex. So he's and homophobic. Like, yeah, definitely. That's that's an obvious. For everything else, yeah, he must be. And he didn't want his sh- son to show weakness because I'm sure the son was sad that he died. And yeah. But then he embraced I, him after he's crying. He's like, you're not weak. And he let him like really just yell and cry. And I was like, well, that's kind of touching. I don't know if I should be on your side. <laughs> it's another thing. Oh, this was another thing I was thinking. Was Timmy a part of the cult before? Right this happened because that would make more sense of why they killed him if like he just started acting like this and then like, yeah and now he knows out. all the secrets yeah yeah and i would be like well then they definitely kind of did kill him in a way because then, like, this is why he's but dead. then that that asked the that asked the bigger question of like adam's the leader of this cult there's other like is, is the principal on it is the teacher in on it is it like a whole city of men <laughs> in on it because he find he tracks down Lily, he dates the mother to get to Lily to get the powers. Like it's a whole plan. Like first of yeah. all, how did you even know about uh, Nancy? How did you know about Nancy? And then how did you connect it that Helen is this weak little um, lonely woman with a daughter who has Nancy's powers? Like how? How? That's a great question. But Adam, I don't know. Adam, are you this powerful that you couldn't just make a love spell? Like, oh, is Helen under a love spell? Oh, fuck. I thought that too. I thought that too. Like, what if he, yeah. That makes so much sense because I'm like, I still can't get why a single mother would move her child across the country Mm -hmm. to move in with random people. That makes sense. Okay, I can buy that. That's Mm -hmm. never hinted upon. And Mm -hmm. so, like, does the spell break when he dies? Like, uh, so much. I, um, anyway, this is, brings us to the end. (laughs) Finally. Of the craft uh-huh. legacy, um, Jessica. Last words about this, or you want to say, um, give Lovey some love. Now's the time. Anything? I do. I do, do want to give Lovey some love, and actually, I do. I thought of the third thing I wanted to say. Sorry, oh, before we end. No, good. I think th- you remember you mentioned how like people were giving this movie a lot of love. Yes, on, we forgot. Online. Yes, thank you. Yes, this was getting yes. a lot of praise on Twitter. Okay, so real, real quick, <laughs> listeners. Jessica has a theory. I have a theory. While why this movie is getting a lot of praise through the hashtags on Twitter, um, not that I'm mm-hmm. looking to like find comments the shit on movies, but I just wanted to see what everyone else was thinking and um, was very confused. So, Jessica, you go first. What is your theory? I have a theory that younger people liked it. I think that younger Gen Z, maybe even younger than that, liked it because I think that they do like stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I think that you know they've been watching like we said the cw and but not even the cw that we grew up with so not like right. not like vampire diaries or like no. one tree hill or anything what are they watching, watching the comic book one what's the comic book the they're watching comic like one? the flash and yeah. riverdale, riverdale the flash they're watching like like abc shows they're watching like i yeah. feel as though this generation probably they might not have liked the craft actually i saw a couple of comments that said they they like this one better than the original so I think that this gener- the new generation likes this movie and us from like the millennials or like the people who are older who watched it 
were like, what the fuck is this teeny bopper bullshit? Okay. Because we, (laughs) you know, like, I feel like Gen X and us were like probably more like into darker things. Yeah. We grew up with darker things. Whereas like, okay, here's, here's just more explanation of my theory. Disney in the 90s used to have actual scary movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Remember the Boogeyman one? The Boogeyman one? Oh, my God. Don't look under the bed. Don't look under the bed. That one. The Watcher in the Woods. Tower of Terror. Like, a lot of, like, actual scary, frightening things. Nowadays, everything is really, really neat and in a box. And And, like, really colorful and jokey and this. And it's like, there's actually no darkness. And, um... I mean, if that's how they want to live, fine. That's not how I, I like. I like the dirty. I, like I like it dirty and I like it raw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, like I, I actually don't like. I can't even. There's no other word. Teeny bopper bullshit. Like I don't like like really happy. Da, 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 unless no, you're you may have a point. It. You may have a point. The sequel is definitely not for us who grew up with the original in the 90s the sequel is for Mm -hmm. that's why we're making fun of the woke shit but these kids like honestly again they're they're taking breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. in my opinion but seeing someone bisexual seeing a trans person talking about Mm -hmm. cisgender normatives and uh, heteronormatives and stuff i see how that's appealing for gen zers because they grew up in this like bubble rainbow world that we did not get we got this real Mm -hmm. shit growing up so we have a little um skepticism to us so i see i see what you're saying i i like that theory mm-hmm. my theory is a little more um again it's a uh, skeptical <laughs> that's i want to hear it i want to hear it um so i did see a, some of my friends get boxes um of the film or or not with the film but just a code to watch the film and then like some witchy stuff so my theory was that the people who did positive tweets got boxes Oh, and that they didn't want to shit on the film and risk not getting Blumhouse boxes. Pay, pay for play. Okay, I pay see. Pay for play. So that's my. I see how you're doing this. Half glass empty. <laughs> Yours is so sweet. You're like, I think they really enjoyed it. I think they really liked it. I'm like, I think they got paid. <laughs> but, but the reason I think this is because like, wh- why do these things keep coming out? Like, why do these like like really wholesome? Mm, witches but we don't kill people type things and i'm just like one once again the hocus pocus a girl a little girl died and then her brother was turned into a cat for all of eternity eternity. right in the first five fucking minutes yeah and then and winifred um took her sister's lover who or her sister was cheating on her with her boyfriend and bounded him as a zombie and sewed his mouth shut. Sewed his mouth shut. Yeah, sewed his mouth shut. Like, and then the other one, her her literal power was to lure little children to their death with her voice. Yeah, <laughs> like a siren of the of the hell. Yeah. So this movie is a little. It, it is like Twilight for witches, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like Twilight. Oh my god! Remember that? Remember we grew up on Susan Rice. And even mm-hmm. Susan Rice was like, what are these vampires? These are punk-ass bitches. Like, we grew up on vampires. And You mean Anne Rice. Anne, Anne Rice. Rice, sorry. It's Susan yeah, Rice. Right. No, Susan, you're thinking, I think you got Susan Collins who did yeah, Hunger Susan Games. And then, yes, thank yeah, Susan Collins. Yes, thank you. And, um, yeah. yeah, Anne Rice. And then we grew up with, like, Spike as a badass vampire. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and then we got freaking Edward Cullen. 
with rainbows and, and shit. And it was like, what is this? Sparkling? Like, I, like Angelus killed, what, 400 people? Yeah, or something? Angelus like, was a badass. Like, even, like, like, right. When Angelus, even when Angelus got his soul, he was still a badass. Like, he was still he was killing still badass. Yeah, like, it was just, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't get the the hippy dippy shit when it comes to um, movies, at least, and when it comes to like teen movies, especially. I don't. They're living don't in a fantasy it. world, you know, the world is harsh, so I get it. They're trying to, yeah, live yeah. in a fantasy world, but um, the dark is so much fun. You guys try it. It's out so much fun. Guys. It's like I like it. I think they want everything to be politically correct and everything to be polite. Like, they do or at least. At least politically correct, where it's like there's yeah. some fun sometimes in not being politically correct with with certain things. Because like, oh, for sure. I don't know that movie. Like, th- there is a whole question about whether or not Nancy should have killed Chris, or you know, I don't know. There's shades of gray there. There is. It is. It is right. Like, <laughs> you it's know, shades but, of gray. It, was she really doing it for Sarah? No. Yeah, she was probably doing not. It for herself, but but I like that. But I like it too. <laughs> We, you can weigh murder with like intentions but at the end of the day these girls in this movie they killed two people yeah essentially yeah. now timmy's murdered through extension through adam but he still died because the he result, changed who he was exactly the, the result is the same so, yeah <laughs> you guys put flowers and aura sunshine oh my god at the end battle when they had their auras and i was like God, I hated this, but that that scene was what broke me. I was like, I was doing well. I still hated it, but that's when I like literally transitioned from I hate this movie to like fully enraged. The last time I threw something, by the way, was when I read the the Red Wedding in um, in the Storm of Swords when I actually yes. was reading it. I read what happened and I threw the book. That was like seven years ago or so. That's oh, the wow. last time I threw something. Yeah, <laughs> that's the last time I, I threw something. I have never yelled at a movie as I, I. I told you before we started recording, but people listening, I wanted to throw up. I was physically ill uh, that I was watching such a bad movie. Like I was literally, my body was just like, oh, I'm rejecting everything, and that I paid twenty dollars for it. So I'm also like, oh, the money. Um, oh my gosh. Um, any last words on the craft legacy? Do you know there's going to be a third? there is not for me uh for me there's only one i i'm not even counting this one in my head but lovey i love you um i think you're a great actress i think you deserve more than like a few lines and like no storyline um i hope i wish i had something like a role to give you because then i'd be like oh if you want to actually have a have a thing i'd be like oh come to death row records you know like that from uh, what said. but i don't of, have anything to give you <laughs> you're no sick lines. of white feminist directors <laughs> and writers not writing All in the videos shows. come perform at <laughs> death row records yeah <laughs> but i don't have i literally have nothing for you so keep getting your money and uh, that's right I love you. yeah what else Oh, the actor who did Timmy, you did a good job. Nicholas. Uh, everyone else, yeah, Nicholas, you did great. And everyone else, I I mean, I'll prayers up for you. I hope you act again. And, yeah, um, prayers up. I, you have nothing I, to add to your reel from this movie, for sure. No, but uh, this woman, the, the director, I am definitely going to memorize her name. <laughs> so I never... That's not a good... <laughs> yes. Right. I hate that because, look, I want to champion for female directors, especially in horror all the time. Trust me, if this movie was made by a man, I would probably give him 10 times more shit. 
um, just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're going to get exempt from my critiques, but especially because you're a woman, I'm going to expect more from you um, when it comes to writing for women and writing female characters. And I'm just, I'm just, but it looks like they had a fun time filming the movie. It looks like the cast and crew really got along. I'm glad. Like if you're, at the end of the day, there's nothing worse. I've had this experience than having a shitty time on set and making a shitty movie. Okay. Yeah. There's the best kind of movie is when you had a really good time and yeah, it didn't turn out great, but we at least had fun. Cool. So everyone, and then golden, the golden tickets, you had a great time and the movie's successful. Like that's really rare. Um, yeah. Sounds like you all had a good time. So I'm happy. Uh, Nicholas Galzetzine, I don't know, but you're a fucking sensational actor, dude. You're going to win Oscars one day. I can see it in your future. Um, uh, this is, you're way too good for this movie. And they knew, I know they had to have known it as soon as you stepped on the set, but that's okay. Like you carried this film on your back, motherfucker. Even when you died, mm -hmm. they were still talking about you because you're that bitch. Um, <laughs> lovey, you're getting our flowers today. That's the Afro horror flowers. Um, just for surviving as again, the stock back black best friend and another horror trope. We mentioned in the first episode, if you watch our craft, the first episode we talked about how, would have been so interesting to see Rochelle's family life outside of her coven and just being black in this world as a witch. Same thing I wish here for Lovey. Like, does your parents know you're hanging out with all these white girls who are doing witchcraft? <laughs> like, um, that table full of black, the unfriendly black hotties. Did you approach them? Do they, like, do you like them? Do you know any of them? Yeah. Like, why don't you talk why to them? Don't you want black friends. Them? Is there, was there a reason? But we don't know. And yeah. you, you're also a witch now. You have a fourth. You could put a spell on them to make them approach you. Like, you'd be more, like, yeah. what the fuck? You're just, just yeah. not approaching so, them. Since we're doing dumb spells anyway. Yeah. yeah like, might as well just, make a spell to do more, have more friends. We might as well. Yeah. Like, just do it. Like, I would never fail class if I was a witch in high school. I would just have great, great oh. Yeah, I'd be speeding all over the place. I'd be, yeah. like, you know... Oh, oh, mom, I can... <laughs> what would you do if you had powers? Like, what is something stupid in the vein of this movie that you would do, the silliest thing, if you actually just had powers? Now or when I was a teenager? Now, because teenagers are stuck. <laughs> no, I'd be a millionaire. I'd be, no, I'd be, I'd be a millionaire. I would have at least, like, 10 bestsellers that I literally just... I thought them from my head, they went onto the page and then like a a, nice. a publication yeah. was wait, waiting right there. I'd have like movies. I'd be like Oprah um, yeah. in that like I have a huge house with like this garden that like I don't actually, I just take all the credit for it. Yeah. Um, with like this ancient tree in the back that like is just there that I made like a seat out of like a throne inside of the tree. Wait, what's I your would... sign? I'm a Libra. Okay, I'm a Libra too. We like grandiose things. That's why I was like, yeah. she's either a Sagittarius and really into like succeeding or she is a Libra. Yeah, I'd have a lot of shit. I would help people too. <laughs> there wouldn't like, be any like, like, like hunger or anything like that or racism in the world. I would just make things great. But like, but for me though, I'm getting a lot of shit out of this and not dumb shit, like good shit. So <laughs> mine, mine is so stupid, but honestly it would be to like whatever meal I wanted from whatever restaurant in the world I'm craving, it would just be in front of my face. Mm. Like if yeah. I wanted like oh. Chick-fil-A on a Sunday, 
done. Yeah. Oh, you said <laughs> you said stupid. Yeah, I feel like stupid. Sorry. Like, yes, that's all sound great, but like these girls don't do shit like that in the movie. So, like, what is something stupid? And then I guess another one would be. Okay. Like, letting my dog walk outside like to potty without me like just an invisible leash i could just like in my mind walk him without yeah. actually leaving the house that's stupid thing. i probably would just have well i said i was an ex-donor i lied i'm still uh unlimited weed just like i don't weed. have to <laughs> like it would it would i would run out and then it would just replenish another flavor exactly that's amazing. and then, and, yeah, and then if you have to do a love spell on anyone who wouldn't do it for boy or girl you're bi so you give me both boy and girl for girl nicole bahari oh my god she's so uh, beautiful oh that eyes, I, those eyes that face chin ridiculous i my soul belongs to her i love her so much she's so gorgeous she looks like she's she smells actress. smells like lemongrass and mm, just yes love just, yes 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 <laughs> so. looks soft oh mm-hmm. um for a guy i don't even know if i can think of a guy um, <laughs> i know like men in the fitness episode forget it uh, in this economy men? a straight man in this economy a, a, yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have to get back to you on that one. I only have Nicole Byer right now. <laughs> I like Nicole Byer. My woman would be Angelina Jolie. I've been obsessed with her since I was like 16 years old. And even now, mm-hmm. I don't care if she's 50. She's still fine. Um, I love her so dearly. I have tattoos because of her. I got tattoos Aww. that her. I know I'm so such a loser. Um, it'd be... <laughs> But Angelina could fall madly in love with me. We could live big lip lives together because we both have really big lips. Um, and then for the man, everyone knows this answer. And I hate saying it publicly because I feel like it's going to come back to bite me in the ass one day. It's Chris Evans. Like, Oh, that's a good one. It's Who always, always going to be Chris Evans. Honestly, if you're our age, you're probably going to go through a Chris Evans phase at at least some point in your life. (laughs) For the mature girls, the mature ladies. Yeah, yeah, like, I I can get down with that one, yeah. Yeah, but every time I mention him, I'm like, God, it's going to come to bite, I'm going to meet him one day, and then they're just going to keep replaying these stupid clips of me talking about Chris Evans over and over and over again and that's fine or it might it might get you in you know <laughs> or, <laughs> or save me chris evans please save me i'm in burbank these men are terrible it's a pandemic obviously i've got quarantine goggles on because i'm falling in love with everything and everyone <laughs> at the same yeah. time so save me um oh my gosh jessica we did it is it three hours or two hours i think it's about two and a half hours worth of dialogue for a movie that is only 90 minutes oh my god um i want you to tell the people where they can find you so you guys can find me on twitter at just i guess 90 um or on at black girls that's girls without the eye horror um yeah, and I also have a blog called Black, called Black Girls Guide to Horror, but that one is actually under construction right now. Um, so maybe by the time this comes out, it'll be 
done, but I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> and you can get my book. <laughs> you can yeah. buy my book on Amazon. It's called Cirque Berserk. Uh, it's a slasher um, with a lot of 80s and 90s vibes. And there's a black girl as the main character. Awesome, Cirque Berserk on Amazon. It's self-published? No, it's published through Unnerving um, Publications. And it's part of a, it's a novella. It's a part of a series called Rewind or Die. Um, the, basically the whole, uh, there's like 17 books, they're all standalone, so you don't like need to read all of them. Um, but they're all based around the theme of 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, horror movies. So like anything you would have seen, like in the video store, back yes. when video stores were a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, we're that old. We're that old, guys. I do remember going mm-hmm. to pick out a good movie on a Friday night at the Blockbuster down the street. Mm-hmm. I know, and they used to have like popcorn like lined up in the like that you in can the front, buy and, yeah, and the candy yeah. section and too. The candy. Mm-hmm. And they would, and yeah. at ours, they would rent out VCRs in case you didn't have one. Oh, I yeah. I don't think they did that at mine, but I don't know. I don't Twenty dollars. Yeah, and they had a five dollar bucket of like movies, a five dollar and a ten dollar bucket yep. of like movies that you could buy. Mm-hmm. And the great. movie theater, yeah, like you said, the bucket of popcorn that you would put in the microwave. Yeah, and would pop. Yeah. In. I miss, I miss good times. Um, I really miss Blockbuster. I do. Yeah. I miss Blockbuster. I miss Movie Pass. I miss all the movies, anything. Uh-huh. anything AMC yeah. Pass. Um, well, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on the book. Yes, pick it up um, on Amazon, you guys. And this won't be the last time we'll see Jessica, I'm sure. Um, we only have one more episode left in the year in December. We do have another guest for that. And it's going to be really exciting. We're going to be talking about Halloween H2O. She actually picked it. So I'm really excited about that because I love that movie and no one ever picks it. And she picked it. I was like, dope, dope. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at I am Charday Sellers. Tweets are my own. I'm going to delete them all at the end of the year. So don't see anything. If you see something that's offensive, I'm sorry. I'm going to delete it anyway. I'm going through a lot with this political year um and we're on instagram we don't barely update but it's at afro horror we're afro horror podcast as well on on twitter and then you can read the afro horror blog once a week on final draft afro horror is going to be everywhere guys we're trying to do merchandise soon i don't know i'm just so tired i can't do anything but we're trying to get merch we're trying to get merch very soon um this has been our love letter to <laughs> there's nothing we said loving about this movie love letter to the craft two legacy um we gave our flowers today to miss lovey simone lovey we love you you in particular and uh, nicholas but love you as well and we wish you the best of luck in your career we hope this starts off something for you um if they do make a third i love jessica for you to finish our trilogy <laughs> if it happens oh. Do I have to? Yes, oh, you I have will. to know what yes, happens to Nancy and Lily. I can't sleep until I know. I will. I Predictions, guess. really quick. My prediction for the third is that Nancy and Lily go on a crime spree across the country, a la um, Californication, um, and then, not Californication, what's the show? What's the movie? Oh, Bonnie and Clyde. Thelma and uh, Louise. Thelma and Louise, yeah. Thelma. They go on their, their cross-country, like, slang them, witch bonding mother and daughter. What do you think? No? Yeah, I actually think that'll happen, and I'll, like, add something else to it. I, The only way they can save this movie is if they bring back some of the older characters. Like, so, okay. 
I think they, there is a cult. They will be mad that they've killed their leader. They're going to come after them. And then oh, Lily no. and Nancy will have to team up and get the gang Sarah, back. Get the gang Arnie, back. and Rochelle, <laughs> and then form their own coven with the new girls. I hate and this. Then I hate this so much. Fight together. I, it like, will be. No. I don't. It'll I don't be like, like it. American Horror Story apocalypse. No. That season is basically what this is going to be. And or the the scene in Endgame where the A team comes together, all the women superheroes. She's not alone, and they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's not. That's exactly what they're gonna say. She's and not alone. She's not alone. And then like you're just gonna see Bonnie what? and Rochelle. Like yes. What? East. East and they all come together. <laughs> This is like Avatar, like they're gonna do something like like Avatar. North fire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, write it, write it, write it right now, because it can't be any worse than what we just saw. So No, I I cannot. (laughs) If I do a witch movie, it's gonna be good. (laughs) I'm exhausted. But anyway, this has been our episode uh, for for the craft, you guys. Thank you for hanging with us. It's the longest episode we have so far because it deserves that much. I think this beat the Ma episode very cleanly. Um, Outside of that, see you in December where we're talking about Halloween H2O. Jessica, thank you. It's late where you are. So thank you so much for staying up and playing and hanging out with us. I'll let you know when it posts. And uh, I'll see you on Twitter. (laughs) We're going to get, they're going to hate us. But that's okay. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Oh well. We're just being honest. Um, yeah. This signs us out. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a good time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Afro Horror. Please subscribe and leave a comment if you'd like what you heard. We want to send a special shout out to Jaren Hempel for our amazing logo design. Thanks, Jaren. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at, at @AfroHorror or on our website www.AfroHorror.com. No copyright infringement was intended while recording this podcast.